0: Is, uh, yeah. is Seal still on this soundboard? Yeah, that's, that's Seal. I don't know that's that's what Seal sounds like when
1: he's hear. not singing. <laughs> Oi, Governor, I used to be married to Heidi Gloom. <laughs> what the fuck are you kids doing to my ex wife, Heidi Gloom? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Cage Fight Podcast episode, somewhere in the high thirties. Uh, much like the temperature, <laughs> uh, and much like, not when this comes out, but uh, somebody's age. Uh, I couldn't think of anybody. Not it doesn't apply to any of us. What's my age again? Well, yeah! anyways. We are here today to talk to you about two movies called Joe and Captain Corelli's Mandolin. The latter being a returning champion from round one, very much a returning "quote unquote" champion. Both these Look, movies sound made up. That's what everything <laughs> yeah. is from the first round, frankly. But hey, who's uh, on the podcast. Yeah, when I went to look. Yeah, for... who who's on this weird ass podcast? Oh, okay. So on this podcast, it's it's me, it's Jess, it's it's uh, uh, Mike, it's dude. Taylor. Oh uh, hell no! Nah. What's up, dog? And up on the the big
1: fat boards, we got a dude with a big ass finger pushing a big ass button, and his name is Dave.
2: Stop <laughs> all the downloading.
1: David Corelli. Why don't don't tell our listeners to stop all the downloading? Uh, uh, We
0: need those downloads for numbers. The
1: the last time we talked about Captain Corelli's Mandolin, we lived in a different world even it was like yeah pre probably Mm 9-11 uh pre Pre Pearl Harbor I believe right yeah uh pre at least the movie but I I went to go look at like my notes for Captain Corelli to see if like there was anything like to see what I what I discussed last time to try to avoid like rehashing stuff and it was like the most bare bones my my notes have ever looked yeah Uh,
0: seriously I have (laughs) very bare bone notes on that too from last time but don't worry don't worry we don't have to talk about Captain Corelli until the second half of this episode. And <laughs> we won't talk about it even then. Yeah. And we'll say my one point before we get into it. My notes are very long.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> we, we have plenty of content for you here today. Oh, yes, we so, do. So uh, sit down, unpack, uh, put your baby in the dryer, and turn up that cage fight. Hell Yeah! Yeah!
0: yeah. So, the first movie we're going to talk about is Joe. Joe is a film that came out in 2013. It is rated R and was directed by David Gordon Green, who also directed Pineapple Express, Your Highness, and the 2018 Halloween remake. You know, I yeah. all those movies, including Joe, have a lot in common, like, thematically, if you think about it. Well, I mean, Your Highness and Pineapple Express, too. No, I mean, literally all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they're all in the same universe. Yes, oh. that is true. Yeah, this is like a like a weird transitional
1: movie for him where it's like he's he's done comedies up until this point and now he's like he he did whatever this is and now he's doing Halloween. He's also doing uh, the Hellraiser TV series and the new Exorcist movie
0: that's coming out. um, (laughs) That's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original. He's done comedy. He's done horror. He's done whatever you call Joe. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into it. But there's all this movie has a lot of stuff. It was written by Gary Hawkins and was produced by Worldview Entertainment, which I would like to point out just two years prior to making this film released a film called Killer Joe starring Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> really? Yes. This is a prequel to that. <laughs> yes, It's a prequel. Um, I, I do like that there's, they, in the span of two years, released two movies with the word just Joe in the title and both starred actors who were past their prime at that point. I mean, like McConaughey, I guess, was about to go through like a renaissance in, in like yeah. 2014 with like Interstellar and Dallas Buyers Club, but... Well, and that's the thing. After this movie came out, uh, he got canceled on Twitter, so then it became Punished Joe when he came back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Had a runtime of 117 minutes, this film. A budget of $4 million. And does anyone want to guess what the box office gross was for this bad boy? No, 5000000 million. I'm going to guess 300000 uh, you're both off. But if you averaged your two, you, you <laughs> would be somewhere close. It's two point four million. Oh, ah. okay. That's a lot more than I expected. Cause this is a. I just don't imagine a lot of audiences liking this one <laughs> or wanting to go to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did make less than half its budget back. So, um, Rotten Tomatoes has gotten eighty five percent from critics, a sixty eight percent from audiences. Hmm, okay. So that's uh that's. That's that. Yeah. You got a little, little trivia?
1: I got some trivia for you bitches. Huh. So uh, despite his uh, financial problems uh, at the time, he was really in the thick of it, uh, Nicolas Cage turned down two big budget movies to prepare for this role. Uh, he turned down The Expendables 3 and Killing Season.
0: Hmm. Um, why would he turn down the Expendables 3 I feel like that's, he a, that's made a such an easy paycheck of yeah that yeah. seems like a very he probably be in it for like five minutes yeah would probably be a <laughs>
1: one day deal and he'd get like ten million dollars yeah really him. Um, and Killing Season I don't know which role because uh, I, I think Killing Season is Travolta and De Niro I think I didn't uh, see it. It would have been, it would have been awesome if uh, Nicolas Cage was up for the De Niro role and they were going for a face-off thing. Hell yeah. Um, but I'm guessing that was not the case. Nicolas Cage described his performance in this movie as naked, saying that the Joe character is very close to him and he didn't need to act.
0: Oh, I, I, I read okay. that one fact and I was uh, a little bit concerned. I'm perturbed because Joe does a lot of lot of very problematic things in this yeah. movie. We'll, we'll talk about them in the plot, but yeah, yeah, Joe's on a weird wave here, and I read that before watching the movie, and I was like, okay, maybe this will be a nice, relatable... Like, yeah, this mm, is... Mm, uh, it, not very relatable. This <laughs> is
1: an interesting movie to, to pick out to be like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs>
0: But, that's like watching Taxi Driver and St. Travis Bickle, like, that guy's just like me. Yeah. I'd be really like Robert De Niro, like, I don't really have to act too much for that role. i will be like, well, oh, you know, uh, okay. It's like when <laughs> Cr- Cruella DeVille saw the Joker and she was like, that's just like me. Or when a ton of people saw the Joker and went, I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> hey, um, I want to give everyone what they fucking deserve. <laughs>
1: I have one more piece of trivia, and it's that um, uh, David Gordon Green often casts locals in his movies, and Gary Poulter, the guy who played Wade, was an actual homeless man in Austin who died two months before this movie came out.
0: No, it was Wade, Gary's dad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay.
1: G-Dog or whatever the whatever his name was. Mm. Um, he died in
0: a mysterious accident next to a lake.
1: Yes, he was found uh, in a shallow body of water two months before the movie came out. Um, he was homeless, suffered from alcoholism, and was already seriously ill, so they were worried that casting him would be a risk, but David Gordon Green stayed committed to having him in the film. And one critic, uh, Peter Sobasinski, calls Poulter's performance stunning and one of the great one-shot performances in the history of cinema. It's now, certainly
0: something. It is certainly something. Did he get paid for this? Or was he still just, like, basically completely homeless after this? Did How much did they exploit this man is what I'm wondering. I mean, he was still, he was, like, homeless when he died, right? Yeah, he was I, still I'm assuming so if he was found in you know, a body of water. So I'm going to assume probably way. jack shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: I mean, I, I can't imagine uh, he made a lot of money from this movie considering that the budget was... Only $4 million and
0: yeah, yeah, and he died two months before it was even <laughs> released,
1: right? So, uh, if there were any resids to be had, Poulter is not getting them. And I'm uh, sorry, what, what was the actor's name again? Gary
0: Poulter. I'm pretty sure Gary Faulkner made more money from <laughs> Army of War, Pro-
1: probably. I, yeah, he probably, even did. though that uh, kind of blew up in his face. Yeah. Um, he's still alive, I think. So, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, that was this was the only role that actor was ever in. He was like a background yeah. extra on like a TV show like twenty years ago, but this was his yeah. only starring role, basically. Well oh, I guess uh <laughs> one other piece of
1: trivia that I'll throw out there uh for the cage fight heads, um, because we'll just we'll just get this out of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Ty Sheridan, Nicolas Cage's co-star in this movie, of course, mm-hmm. plays Cyclops in the new X-Men movies. Yeah. Uh so we have a Brian Singer connection. Brian Singer connection. So I'm guessing he like saw this movie and was like, oh young 15-year-old boy, he's cute. Uh that's Scott Summers.
0: He's in in an abusive household, very easily manipulatable. I want this guy in my movie. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh Brian Singer. Pedophile. (laughs) Um That should be his like title. Brian Singer. Pedophile. (laughs) Let's make a documentary. Uh, Okay, Brian Singer, Uh, pedophile. We'll we'll probably get like assassinated
1: by the CIA because he's he's like uh, you know
0: (laughs) we'll get taken down in some manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a CIA asset. We'll slip
1: in the shower or something. Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: Is that all your trivia then? Yeah, that's all the triv. This one. I, I guess we might as well jump into a plot summary now. Um. So the film opens with the character Gary, who we will come to know a little bit later, uh, telling his dad, Wade, the Gary Poulter. Yes, um, the other Gary, the real Gary. Yeah, the real Gary, uh, that he's a worthless old drunk. His dad says nothing back and just hits Gary in the side of the head and then walks up a hill where he gets his ass beat by two randos. Yeah. And uh the, the one thing I want to add to that scene is there was a lot of slap-a-ho marathons. That was, that that was, that was
1: quite a slap-a-ho marathon. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also I was like I felt like immediately disoriented by whatever was happening. Oh, me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
0: wait, what the fuck was that? And then yeah. I'm like, I had to
1: rewind it. At first I couldn't <laughs> tell what Wade said to him. I was just like, he, like, mumbled something,
0: and then he started wailing on this guy. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah. I I don't know. It was confusing and strange, and I'm not sure where it's supposed to take place in the timeline of the movie, if it does take place before everything else. But
1: I think it's somewhere in the middle,
0: but, yeah, never really clear about that. No, not at all. Then we are introduced to Nicolas Cage as the titular Joe. By the way, what is his full name?
1: Oh, oh yeah. What's his full name? His full name is Joe Ransom. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joe Ransom, which is a name that they use uh, on the news to describe a kidnapper uh, yeah. that they don't,
0: they haven't identified I, yet. I love how Joe uh, Ransom. That's like the name of like an entry level like writing student's eh? like character. Name. Yeah, that, I mean that sounds like a Marvel Comics character, obviously. Yeah, maybe Joe that's Ransom. why he took the role. Yeah, and also the. I think there was like at the very end credits, there's like production companies like Joe Ransom Entertainment or something. Like it was some weird thing. I like did not catch like- that. So, Joe Ransom, played by Cage, owns a a tree poisoning company that I was, I was also like, (laughs) I I gotta be honest. I think I didn't know if it was a thing or not. I kind of had to figure out what the fuck they were doing. So I went on the Wikipedia article. So after
1: like researching uh, it a little bit, apparently it's a company that like goes through and poisons trees. So, uh, the city or whatever has an excuse to cut them down. Or something like that. It's yeah. just uh, fucking strange. Very strange. Uh, I would assume that it's a real thing. I would assume Planet so, but I was already <laughs> disoriented, and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> He's He lit a cigarette, and it's pouring
0: rain out? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So one day, Gary, who is who is quite young, shows up and asks Cage for a job. Cage pretty much immediately gives him one, and he starts training that day. Uh, afterwards, Gary returns to tell his indifferent parents that he got a job and Cage goes to a brothel, then to some random shack with people skinning a deer. It's it, I, I don't understand his line of thinking or reasoning <laughs> so, here. Uh, this yeah. movie is really disorientating. We we have Zim. to keep reiterating that. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, uh, according to Nicolas Cage himself, me saying Cage in place of Joe here is very accurate. I should. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. It is the character that is closest <laughs> to him. Um, on his way out of the shack where people are skinning a deer, uh, some guy with a shotgun pulls up and shoots him in the shoulder. Uh, Joe returns fire, but the guy gets away. And Joe said, like, apparently he he slapped this guy in the bar the other night. I don't, he got another slap of home marathon. Yeah, like I did that happen in the movie, and I just missed it. No, it did I, not. I, it okay. did not. I think it was just like uh, it was just part of the plot beforehand, but it was never shown on film. Yeah, they have okay. they have
1: some kind of uh, history and. It's not made better by the fact that Willie is a typical uh, mean guy and he'll shoot you for testing him in any way. Exactly. Oh, that's his
0: name, Willie. Yes. And um, I think we do need to re- reiterate, too, is that Nick Cage does pull the bullet out of his, arm, uh, his shoulder with a fucking knife. Oh, that like he does, efforts. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, scene, I'm like, that's definitely a thing Nick Cage has done in his personal life too. He, I very much identify. He, with he that. shot
1: himself uh, and removed the bullet to prepare for this role.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes. Actually, when they filmed that, that was him actually pulling out the bullet that he <laughs> and shot. And he's like, himself oh, that felt so good. Like, he's like, why are there cameras on me? What the fuck? Yeah. But they cut that part out. Oh shit! Are it's- we filming today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we then see after that, Gary and Gary's father Wade know Willie, the man who shot Cage. Uh, though they do not know that he shot him, um, or did they know him? I don't know. They walked up the, to him standing on a bridge l- and talked like they knew him. I and don't then, think they did.
1: Uh, yeah, I I don't know if their their interaction is starting there, but I think if if they do know him, uh, they they don't know his connections to Joe at all. From no, what yeah. I
0: remember, because this I did just watch this movie last night. Uh, Gary, the the teen kid, says like, Mister, why'd you throw that gun in the lake? Yeah. So I don't think that they knew each other. Okay. That makes I don't sense, think yeah. so. Oh, yeah. I, sh- I should point out that Willie was throwing the shotgun that he shot Cage with yes. off of a bridge into the lake. Got about um, that. Very easy way to hide evidence. It Not burying it, just throwing it in a shallow lake <laughs> or like a shallow river. Hey, if they Hides don't know to there, then they won't find it. Huh? Oh, good. Well, um, the cops in this town are very competent, so they might not have found it. That's true. They so, get slapped around a lot. Yeah. Gary uh, asks Willie for a ride and Willie agrees, but then he starts getting really fucking weird. And then he's (laughs) like, yo, Gary, you got a sister? I I want to. Well, he doesn't say it, but he's like, I want to fuck your sister. <laughs> and then Gary's like, nope. Uh, so they get in a fight, and Gary kind of kicks his ass because, like, Gary can hold his own despite being early teens. Um, yeah. uh, I think he's 15 in the movie. So, yeah, he's not super, like, mm. he's not super built. He's just, like, an average teen kid, basically. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. it's just
1: easy to outrun a low-energy weirdo like Willie. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: so He doesn't look like he takes very good care of himself. Yeah. The next Monday... Gary brings his dad Wade to work with him. His dad doesn't have much of a work ethic and gets in several fights with the foreman and uh Cage then basically says like, "Hey, I don't need you to come back tomorrow. Just don't come back cuz cuz your dad sucks at working." <laughs> and then I hate bring your dad to work day. Yeah. It's <laughs> always so embarrassing. So that night, Gary then shows up in the pouring rain having walked there. To, to Cage's house and asks him for his job back, uh, saying he doesn't need to bring his dad with, he just needs the job because he needs money to support his mom and sister. Uh, Joe, Mr. Mister Cage agrees. Mr. Ransom, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you have to call him Mr. Ransom. That is his name. Yeah. You know, agrees and then drives Gary home. While Gary is working, uh, one day, we see his dad murder a homeless man on the side of a lake for his money and liquor. It's just... Yeah, it's brutal. It's Uh, brutal. It's really fucking brutal. It's strange. It's, you know, I think if you're going to kill anyone for money, a homeless person isn't really the person do that too. Also, it's a also let's be honest though, somebody you could easily get away with. Yeah, you could easily get away with it, but I, I'm just saying, it's it's low risk, low return. That's true. Know. It's, yeah. it's
1: got to be uh, pretty uncomfortable to tell a homeless guy to go kill a homeless guy.
0: And right? He, and like, yeah. in, in the scene, he bludgeons a guy to death with like a rusty like car part or something. It's, yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. laying on the ground. It was yeah. really fucking brutal. And I assumed when he was walking on the train track to follow him, like, oh, he's going to kill him. Yeah, but I didn't realize how fucking brutal it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to watch in all honesty mm. so uh he then after that returns home and just basically when gary's there shoves him around demanding that he be given gary's money from working oh yeah so, so it's we like, need to reiterate his dad is also incredibly physically abusive yeah yeah um assaulting him on several occasions yeah he he assaults gary all the time I mean, verbally and physically abusive mm-hmm. and you know it's just great that for this homeless guy that picked up on the side of the road, they gave him a real nice, respectable role as basically a borderline homeless deadbeat dad that is abusive and a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> and in all yeah. honesty, considering he's a drifter, too, I'm assuming probably a serial killer at this point, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very respectable role for a man who was on his last legs as, as a person. <laughs> as, yeah, <laughs> as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> when Cage is in a bar drinking... Uh, Willie, that guy who shot him, comes in and asks Cage where Gary lives. Cause he wants to beat Gary's ass, cause like gary beat his ass so what what does cage do in response to this he beats willie's ass, ass. <laughs> uh, love so, yeah. i love that scene i was like yeah it's like, hold on movie. you know where this guy is he gave me an ass beating i need to give him an ass beating he said i don't know where he is but i'm gonna give you an ass beating <laughs> for asking that question a, we need to reiterate <laughs> there's so many slap a hole marathons in this movie everyone's getting the shit beat out of him all the time uh, mm-hmm. willie is just one of those kind of
1: guys that's like i shot you right yeah, okay. could you do me a favor and tell
0: me where this guy lives? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh, you tried killing me. Hey, could you do me a favor real quick? Yeah. Um, after Cage just unleashes on Willie, there <laughs> he really beats the Willie in uh, yeah. that scene. Many a person is unleashed on their Willie, but uh, Cage, well, speaking of unleashing on Willies, yeah. Cage then drives to the brothel. Okay, and this is just such a weird scene. He drives to the brothel. The brothel has a dog there. He doesn't like the dog. He says that dog's an asshole. So he drives home to get his dog, then drives back to the brothel, unleashes his dog on the other dog, and it kills and murders that dog. And meanwhile, while his dog is killing this other dog, he goes up to get some head it, it, oh, it's it, it, just fucking strange and don't forget right before that too you see a man's asshole and ball sack oh yeah like, <laughs> <to it. laughs> they, they go full balls and asshole on this yes. guy i love i was laughing so hard I was oh like, man first off like dog is getting murdered nick is about to get head, and then i just get to see nutsack and dude asshole yeah it's like this, what is this scene <laughs> Also Nicholas Cage, I'm sorry,
1: Joe Ransom. Uh one of the same according to Cage. <laughs> Nick uh Nick Ransom, Nick Ransom. Um not a great like his dog sleeps outside, yeah. uh, like
0: under his trailer or whatever. Which yeah. it looks emaciated as shit, too. You can like see his ribcage and yeah. shit. Well yeah, this is this is about like a poor town somewhere. Yeah. And so I, somewhere I, in the south. I, but... I can
1: understand that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but first of all, he has room uh in his trailer for a dog. Yeah. I don't know what his deal with that is. But also, um,
0: maybe not uh, send it to kill other dogs. Yeah, and, don't yeah. don't have your dog kill other dogs. Feed your dog properly. Let your dog in the house. Uh, all yeah. Oh, my God. Things. And uh, I'm sorry, this is a random question. Who's the singer of Maroon 5? Uh, adam, adam levine. levine the guy who's asshole and a ball <laughs> show kind of looks like adam levine a little bit from behind i'm like uh, Wait, don't adam know. levine to show his asshole in this movie that guy was way too big and buff at first i thought it was cage and i was like whoa i, I didn't cage? see anything right, you know, asshole. He looks know like he com- like. you know i'll take this back he looks like a combination of adam levine and the lead singer of theory of a dead man and i got to see his asshole oh god. in god so it was pretty my cool
1: my heart's a stereo i hate hobos so let them go <laughs> yeah.
0: That's uh, that's Maroon 5 meets uh, Theory of a Dead Man yeah. But yes, after his dog Murders the other dog And then Nick Cage gets head yeah. They leave the brothel Yeah, yeah, he leaves the brothel And on his way home, he gets arrested uh, so like he gets released, but he has to go find his dog cause the cops leave his dog there. Did they just do that? <laughs> no, no. He, he let the dog go oh. and he's like, Hey, go. And then he got arrested. Oh, which I think part of that was, I don't know why he did that. I don't know, I maybe to not get his dog put down or something? Well, to be fair, cops and dogs don't always have a very good Yeah, life. I mean, if yeah. the cops well, like she showed she up, sh- they would have shot the dog yeah. immediately. So i I'm like, go, go, Fido, go! <laughs>
1: Anytime a cop shows up it. to a potential crime scene, they have to kill all the dogs before they start conducting any business. They can't very concentrate sure. if there's a dog. <laughs> very true, <Yeah. sure>, yes. <laughs> I can't
0: hear all that. They'll even shoot the canine unit, frankly. Yeah. That, that has <laughs> happened. There are multiple cases of that happening. Which that, like, oh, shit, that was ours. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he gets released, and he has to go find his dog. And uh, Gary visits him after after Cage is released from, from jail there. And we find out that Cage apparently previously had done 29 months for assaulting a police officer. Uh, oh, oh, Yeah, oh, he no. beat the shit out of a cop. Um. I hope Good Cage kid. does that in real life. Frankly, <laughs> <It really laughs> he out. did. That's how that was another thing he did to get in the role.
1: I was hoping that was the the part that he really connected with. Yeah, I, I believe there's
0: unreleased body cam footage of Nick Cage preparing for the role, of going shirtless and punching cops in the middle of New Orleans. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you can find that on a, a dash cam mishaps on Reddit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: believe if it went a little bit worse, you could find it on LiveLeak.com. Yes. So then Gary and Cage go driving around looking for Cage's dog with. Gary behind the wheel being given beers by Nicolas Cage. Not only is this kid too young to even have a driver's license... Yet, He's too young to drink! He, he, yeah, like... He, he, so he shouldn't be driving. He shouldn't be drinking. He definitely shouldn't be drinking and driving, regardless of age. On. This movie like, has so many crimes in it! <laughs> um, he, he definitely shouldn't be drinking while driving. And uh, they they eventually find the dog... Exactly where Cage left it. Still um, covered in other dog blood. Yeah. After dropping Gary off at home, Cage drives home and he sees Gary's dad walking on the side of the road. So he stops him and starts threatening him, going like, hey, if you, I'll fucking kick your ass if anything happens to Gary. I know that you are bad to Gary. And then the guy's like, I I don't remember anything he said. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, what the heck? I... I just gave you a light for your cigarette, and you, now you're just badgering me. I don't know. And I will say though, the uh, way uh, the the character, like the actor and the character, is very incoherent. So who knows what the fuck he's pretty much ever saying? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what he's saying in most of this movie. I'll be frank. Um, uh, he but- improvised all his lines, probably. <laughs> in all honesty, he probably did.
1: He seems like an alcoholic homeless guy.
0: Yeah, he yeah. seems like somebody who might have some severe mental and physical issues. Maybe an addiction issue or some mm. point. I don't know. He might be suffering. From houselessness, maybe? Well, I mean, I don't know. Cage ends up giving Gary his old truck when he gets a new one. And uh, while driving home, he gets pulled over by a cop who tells him to breathe into a breathalyzer. Cage gets belligerent and just beats the cop's ass, <laughs> which, like... Doesn't he, like, probably... beat him, like, like, bloody face, too, and shit? Yeah, yeah he, like, he, he slaps him good. He slaps <laughs> him good. <laughs> Another slap on the Yeah, He slaps him in a way that if it happened in real life, Cage would have had 45 bullets in him, and, <laughs> uh... Yeah, because he
1: he not only... Beats the shit out of this cop, but he, like, charges him from a distance.
0: Yeah. Uh, I believe they call that white privilege, (laughs) Jess. Yes. It's true. It's true. (laughs) He beats the cop's ass, drives away, and when he arrives home, the sheriff is already there waiting for him. He talks to Cage about, like, how he needs to get his life back on track or he's going to be back in prison soon. Like, he can't go around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Gary then shows up later that night saying that his father just stole the truck that Cage just got and took his sister to Weirdo Willie, who fought Gary and Cage before. And uh, we, we see that in some random park, Gary's dad Wade is pimping out his own daughter in the back of a pickup for $30. Yes, and um, Willie decides to attempt to rape this daughter. Wearing a raggedy rabbit mask, yes, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and th- there is something else earlier. There's a line that's like 30 minutes earlier in the movie where uh, Gary's like, "Well, she she talk. She used to talk, but now she doesn't talk anymore." I have a feeling this isn't the first time Wade did something like this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Also, uh, the fact that this is some park where he just goes to buy a daughter or or just goes (laughs) to buy uh, 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 some underage girl makes it seem like it's fucking Willy's Wonderland up in there.
0: Oh, hey. (laughs) Reference to a thing we'll talk about at some point. At some point 15 years from now. Yeah. So then Cage and Gary pull up. Cage pulls the dude off like they rescue Gary's sister and Gary drives away with his sister and Cage then shoots the two men who are trying to rape her because like, Willie brought a friend like rape party I guess fuck but gets shot in the process by one of these guys uh so, by, so the, by the friend yeah by the friend so cage is there with a bullet wound he's just killed two people and he limps on over to wade and tries to shoot him but misses and runs out of bullets and then cage falls over and bleeds out as the cops pull up with gary and uh gary hugs him and gives a tearful goodbye oh and don't forget cage dies wade kills himself by jumping off that bridge did he kill himself? Yeah, he did. He jumped off the bridge, fell, and you see his like lifeless body, which, mm. do you think the filmmakers were like, oh, well, well, let's include that scene because this actor died two months before the movie came out. In a body of water. In a body in of water, water. Yes. But yes. Maybe he, that's how he died, filming that scene.
1: I, <laughs> I, yeah, maybe they, they said it happened two months before the movie came out. Maybe that's just when they announced that they uh, yeah, did that.
0: tossed him off a bridge. <laughs> you know, there might be something to that, in all honesty. I mean, uh... He looks pretty dead in that at the end of that scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So after that, we see that Gary now has Cage's new truck, the the one that Cage had when he died, and Cage's dog, and he's off getting a new job. And the guy's like, "You used to work for for Joe for for Joe Cage. You uh you must be a pretty good guy if you work for him." All right, you're hired. And, you you
1: worked for old Nikki Ransom.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nick and also <laughs> another fun fact there is that. Their job is planting the trees that they poisoned originally. Yes. yes. So there is some. There's a maybe a metaphor. Yeah, there. metaphorical. Everything this is where we grow full circle. before everything dies. No yes. Things grow, uh, but that's the whole plot. So what? So what? What, 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 what do we think of this one here? Um, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. Okay, I'll kick it off. I hated this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh you know, I'll, I'll. Uh, I don't hate this movie. I think it's I think it's like made well. It's very viscerally like gross and it makes you feel bad after watching it, which I yeah. I hope was the point. Uh so I don't know. I actually don't hate this movie. I kind of like it, but I just I really don't want to watch it again, I'll be honest. Yeah. It's one of those one and done's for me if if I could get away with it. I don't hate it, but you definitely do feel a little dirty after watching yeah. it. I think the... I really felt like I want to take a fucking shower after watching this. Yeah.
1: I think the acting is really good. Like, Nick Cage, Ty Sheridan, and Gary Poulter all give great performance. Yeah, They're good at what they're doing. Um, and I think the the direction is there. Like, it, it, the atmosphere is there. Yes. For sure. I think... Uh, like, I definitely see the seeds of what will become his directing in, like, Halloween... And onwards, but I think what's what's missing is like good writing to to hold it all together. This movie doesn't have a very
0: coherent script. Yeah, it's
1: just it's it's all over the place. I kept wondering like if I had zoned out or if just (laughs) I was supposed Mm. to be confused. And yeah, I, I mean there there's there's bits and pieces of a good movie in here, but it doesn't. Quite make it all the way there.
0: No. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, I I don't really care about watching a movie that's about some fucked up shit. Like, I'll watch Solo. Um, yeah. Like, but like, I watch it every day. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I watch it, I get a shit-eating grin. So you yeah. get a boner. <laughs> but like, this movie was just like there. There were a lot of scenes that felt like they were trying to define the characters, sort of, but they didn't feel like they really fit in with the rest of the film. There were scenes that just kind of dragged on or felt like a random moment from this person's life that didn't feel very connected to the rest of what was going on, and it didn't it didn't feel interesting enough to be watching frankly um, okay that's a fair point point. and like uh I don't know I think it's kind of cool to actually take like a homeless guy and give him a role in a movie yeah absolutely like i I think that's that's pretty neato they they gave him a a role that I mean it just feels cruel to give that guy that role. Right. And I, I
1: mean it's it I kinda know. wish they had I mean, I wanna say like taken better care of him. I, I don't know what that would have entailed, but
0: mm-hmm. um I think they could have given him a more multifaceted character. Yeah, because he's I a very—he's just—he's just evil. There's no good in this character. Yeah, at absolutely. All. And like, uh, I don't know, it, just the way it was used there, and then finding out he died just two months before like the movie came out and stuff like that—it feels like it was almost a little exploitative in the process. Yeah, it's it very feeling. exploitative. That's the part yeah. that
1: concerns me <laughs> uh, because this is obviously a person who is like on the brink and and is going through a hard time, and uh, I don't know they. Unleashed him back into the world,
0: and uh, that's what happened. This was his literal swan song, basically. Yeah, I <laughs> like, mean... And his only his only major role as an actor, basically. And they're like, oh yeah, let's make you a monstrous fucking homeless, tr- abusive, murderous drunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's really sad because I feel like he did
1: so good in this movie he that I, I feel like he, he could have easily picked up some other roles uh, in the future based off of this um, because this was... Well received critically, mm-hmm. I, I, it's just upsetting that he didn't get to see like the other side of this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. you're talking about how exploitative it is. Like literally, when he jumped off the bridge and he's dead, and like you find out the movie two months before it's even released, he died. There's there might be some credence that they filmed his actual death. That's how exploitative it feels.
1: Right, <laughs> like. like- <laughs> As as much of a random conspiracy as that might sound when you just say it, it, it almost seems plausible watching this
0: movie. Yeah. Especially how
1: he literally died in real life. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, absolutely, yeah. I do appreciate... This movie has a lot of people speaking with pretty authentic rural accents and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I agree. Cool. It's something you don't see very much on film. And I will say though, too, not to spoil it too much, but the accents of this movie are a little bit more authentic than maybe another movie's <laughs> accents. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> than yeah. most of Nick Cage movies' accent. Yeah, ninety percent of his filmography, but one that'll be very relevant shortly. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, I would be curious
1: to see like what the the source material for this is is actually like. To see if, like, when they tried to translate it to a script, um, mm-hmm. if it just kind of fell apart or if there were certain liberties taken. I'm not really sure. But. yeah.
0: Another thing I want to point out is like all the women in this movie were literally just plot devices for men, which is yeah. a little annoying. Yeah, This movie and, definitely fails like, the Bechdel test. Yeah, no Bechdel test. <laughs> test Dorothy, here. Gary's sister, literally doesn't do anything but be a MacGuffin, essentially, and mm. then and she doesn't even speak. Like literally, yeah. I mean, there, there's some subtext to where she was horrifically abused. Yeah, I get that. I get. Yeah, that. there there mean, is like, subtext, but she is
1: essentially just like a vessel for yeah. creepy men to. Assault. Yeah, yeah. She, she's yeah. put
0: on screen to be assaulted and be a motivating factor for Gary. She is the damsel in distress at the end exists. of the movie, you know. And then, yeah, yeah I don't know. It, that bugged me a little bit, but uh, I guess to sum up my feelings on this movie, this movie was mostly boring, occasionally disgusting, and always a little disjointed. Yeah, um, yeah I, this movie made me really feel at ease the entire fucking movie. Yeah. Like, there, there's no point in this movie where you can, like, relax. Mm-hmm. Absolutely
1: not. And, I yeah, I... I really think if if they had just kind of smoothed out some of the those incoherent moments that maybe there would have been something here it, because when nothing else was going on, it was just boring, yeah, and yeah, I, I feel like that, there yeah. was enough atmosphere and 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 whatnot that they they could have made it a little bit more. Yeah.
0: I feel like they probably could have cut a half hour out of this movie, Easily, and yeah. you could have mm-hmm. made something oh, that yeah. I maybe wouldn't have loved or anything. I maybe not even would have want to, wanted to watch it again necessarily, but it would yeah. have been a bunch more solid movie. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say the fact this movie's nearly two hours long is it's, it's a little much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little much. Ten out of ten. Yeah, 10 I loved 10. it. Great movie. Has no problems. Yeah. Is a feel-good family movie of the year. Yes. What? what? Uh, Dave, I think you might maybe have a plot summary. Maybe? What? Do you? Do, Do you have you? a plot summary, man? Far, look, look, we can play this song and dance all day here. um, <laughs> But we both know that eventually you're going to give the plot summary, okay?
1: Uh, you know, it's funny, these people, they go to sleep. They think everything's fine, everything's good. They wake up the next day and they're on fire. Damn. I mean... I, I see the connection. Yeah. I do see the connection, I too,
0: very do. much so. It's it. Yeah, I mean, Joe was going to bed every night, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day he woke up and his life was on fire.
1: <laughs> there was a point love. where Joe says, um, my world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it, and I'll never get bored.
0: <laughs> I think so. And well, to be fair, with all the prostitutes he was sleeping with, I bet he does wake up with something on fire every
1: morning. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I. you know, okay, we said this... Uh, Failed the Bechdel test. I know uh, it's supposed to be like two women talking to each other and a man isn't the, the the center of the conversation. But I feel like blowing a load into a woman's mouth is kind of passing the Bechdel test. <laughs>
0: I don't know about that. I think so. I, don't know. I, I can, I can Look, I mean, There are tons of good movies that fail that test. But like this movie felt like just weirdly egregious. No, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, women, but. <laughs> uh,
1: that technically... I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll hash it out. I will say, though, okay. the way I see I, the director I,
0: being like, Back to uh, never heard of the broad. Let's fucking make the movie. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, Mike, do you have any Amazon reviews
1: regarding this film? Yes, I do. And it's funny, Taylor, that you said that thing about it not being very family friendly because there were so many reviews that I I didn't include because there were so many of them that were just like people saying, this is not a feel-good family movie. I didn't like it. And I can understand not liking this movie, but also it wasn't advertised as a feel-good family movie, (laughs) so uh, I don't know what you were expecting. Well, my first review comes from Julian Kennedy, um, who writes, uh, a very good slow drama with bursts of violence and cruelty. They say, Joe, eight out of 10, I can imagine the following conversation on a Saturday night. What the hell was that, Leroy? I am so sorry, honey. I said I wanted to relax with a fun movie, not cry and feel awful. I am so sorry, honey. I mean, if I wanted to see Poverty and Misery, I'd visit my damn sister. I am so sorry, honey. All you had to do was go to the red box and get a mindless action film. How hard is that? I am so sorry, honey. I thought this was a mindless action film we could laugh at. What made you think that, Leroy? What made you think that? It said Nicolas Cage right there on the cover. So if you can imagine that conversation between uh, Leroy and honey.
0: (laughs) Um, okay, so first off, I love the shade thrown at their sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, some serious shade. Yes. Said, if you want to see how poor people live, we're gonna take it out of my fucking sister's house. Oh God. <laughs> you want to see how poor people live, Leroy? <laughs> the moment <laughs> they, they said like, Leroy out there, and I was like, this is getting weirdly specific. Yeah. <laughs> well, they you-
1: go on to say uh, there are a couple, there are more than a couple Nicholas Cage fans who will pick this up on a lark and wonder what the hell they have gotten themselves into. Add on the fact that the movie was directed by David Gordon Green, who directed such films as pineapple express and your highness and the confusion may be complete, but cage and green have a secret a long time ago before a horrible gypsy curse caused their respective careers to become laughing stocks. They used to make good movies, very good movies. Joe is one of those movies. Mm. Uh, first of all, Joe came out after those movies.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: well, so in the case of Nicolas Cage, kind of in the thick of in those In the thick, movies. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I was a full grown ass adult when this movie came out. What the fuck are you talking about? Like this is a pretty recent movie. I
1: can't understand. I, I just don't understand. Uh, you know, hey, Pineapple Express sucks. He used to make good movies. Two years later, five years later, this is like <laughs> five years after <laughs> Pineapple Express. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the timeline's very short for the
0: career sour. So
1: this is a confused man with an angry wife. Um, and I hope that got resolved. <laughs>
0: okay. I, I hope so too. Um, I'm sorry, Leroy, that
1: um, uh I have a, a review from Oh, this one's from Jess. Uh, okay. U- username P Bubbly Butt.
0: <laughs> um It's that's a very bimbo like name. So yeah. okay. uh this I is have no, no ass, okay. <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: Uh this is no Hollywood you gotta more squats, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> BS. Thank you for that. Aren't you tired of the same old tired celebrity actors with no substance? Scripts and ideas stolen from lesser-known talented sources turned into blockbuster hits because big budget even bigger ego stars have siphoned the character from them. I am. It was really difficult watching the loser father stumble around here, destroying everything in his path. But that's real. That's existence in its lowest form. I wanted to reach into the screen and slit his throat myself. Whoa. That's justice. To rise above the hell these characters do is true life. The happy ending here is not the credits rolling, it's whatever serenity's found for each
0: soul. (laughs) Oh my god! I, th- I think this person wrote this as a prelude to their like school shooter note. Yeah, to, like, <laughs> the is- ideology is like vibrating off that fucking review. Like <laughs> the-, the the pathology there is so obvious.
1: This is a cover page of a manifesto, if I've ever that yeah. <laughs> yeah, one.
0: Yeah, this is like after like yeah, some some guy like shoots up a fucking Walmart in an inner city somewhere, and he sends a manifesto through VHS to CBS. Like play this after this
1: happens. <laughs> This person saw American Psycho uh, and thought Christian Bale was an extremely forgivable character. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes. So, pea brain, bubbly butt, uh, (laughs) Jess, get your shit together. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I have a review from ManBearPig. Oh. Who says, accidentally bought it and love it. I sat on the remote and accidentally bought this. Turns out this is a really good movie. <laughs> okay. Wow. I've heard of a butt dial, but come on.
0: Well, hey, this is uh, better than the people who are like, I, I didn't buy this, please didn't watch it one take star. Take it back. Or I did buy this, but
1: I didn't watch it. it one star. <laughs> I bought this as a gift. It's not for me, so I can't like it. One star. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, I have a review from Tomike who writes uh, tough to extract the message from this movie when you can't get over the town's occupants and lifestyles. I'm rating it low because it's not my type of movie. The acting is so good that you're happy you don't have to associate with any of these folks. Very dark town full of creeps. Just about everybody drinks and most of these creepers drink all day long. I kept waiting for the town to show some bright spots. It never did. Just in case you're wondering, not a feel good movie.
0: Yeah. So I have one thing with that, right? They don't mention any of the awful, awful, like, murder, rape, everything. They just mention drinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, is Listen, that, that's the societal illness the abuse, cares about.
1: <laughs> the murder, the rape, <laughs> fine. But... The F word And the drinking <laughs> There were several reviews That uh, referenced There being too many F words in this movie There uh, is Christ. literally
0: No way that person's not Like an evangelical Christian Who oh, wrote totally. that fucking review It has to be I really don't understand How someone can watch A movie like this And come away Thinking Did they have to use That language
1: though When you're beating A homeless man to death Can't you just say Good night sweet prince I don't understand Well yeah. he
0: does Take a skull And like kiss him After he's done
1: <laughs> Yeah It's a very biblical thing if you think oh, about t- it Oh definitely Uh he, like, he forgives him a, for
0: being homeless. He draws a <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, He's like, I'm. I'm not technically homeless. I live in a condemned house, but I forgive you after I killed you. Uh, uh, only God forgives. Um, <laughs> I have a
1: another review from Amazon customer who writes sad. Was uh, oh, a Donald Trump write this review? <laughs> I, I possibly. It was written in February of 2016. So. Oh uh, okay. You know, before he became our greatest president. Now, was it sad Uh, with an exclamation point or just sad? It's just sad, no punctuation. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Cage is an interesting character, but once again, too much smoking. (laughs) Smoking? (laughs) (laughs) And all the things. (laughs) That was even more trivial than the
0: drinking. (laughs) Too
1: much smoking and unsatisfactory ending. I, okay, honestly, personally, unsatisfactory endings bother me more than smoking. Yeah. That's yeah. just me. I'm gonna say that too. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, <laughs> we, we cannot control how things work out in life, but our movies can let him win sometimes. Just a thought.
0: <laughs> is, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so first off, I hate this shit, right? A movie doesn't have to have a quote-unquote good ending for it to be a good fucking movie. What hey, is look, this? Kid-made bullshit. I hate that attitude. Look, why? Look, why I, I don't think like it has to have, it, have a Good ending to be a good movie, but I do think that sometimes a feel good movie is nice. But there was no and indication that this was going to be a feel good movie. Everything about this movie is grisly and dark. It's and depressing. true. I fully expected this to end with Joe dying, frankly. Yeah. And, 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 and like, to say. All I had to do was see the title of uh, the poster, the, and I was the, like, the, that dude's gonna the, die. The, the fact yeah. that the kid gets the car, gets the dog, seemingly has a somewhat financially stable life at all, that's the victory. Mm-hmm. That is a victory. Because the, the ending I expected daughter get raped fucking kid kid gets like maimed or murdered and then of course Nick Cage dies too and then all the bad people like become mayor or something <laughs> that's what I fucking expected the ending of this movie to be
1: can't these Can movies you... let the guy win sometimes I think the movie you're looking for is the Lego movie yeah, uh, yeah where the know.
0: underlying theme is everything is awesome
1: yeah uh, it's just, things it's just, do take a dark path but don't worry stick around it'll end just how you want it to
0: yeah, yeah no it's perfect, just kid like, made bullshit to want everything to have a happy ending like I'm sorry you can't have like art that's fucking challenging Mm-hmm. But just like then Don't fucking watch anything besides yeah Lego movie or some shit like seriously I Watch a Pixar movie I, I don't know I wouldn't say it's kid made just to have a movie With a happy ending like I'm not saying that's I necessarily like kid made bullshit I, I think the thing is that if you expect Every movie to have that and you're mad oh, yeah. When it doesn't happen that's kid made bullshit
2: mm-hmm. no, mean,
0: no, okay. If you want to watch a movie That has a happy ending there's nothing wrong with that But expecting everything to have a happy ending That's kid made bullshit Yeah and unrealistic it, especially for this fucking movie of all movies, because this, like I said, this is one of the grimiest movies I've seen in a long fucking time. Yeah, I mean, like it's just watching the first, literally the very first scene where, like, he's like, where "You're a worthless alcoholic yeah. piece of shit," and yeah. then the dad slaps the son and walks and gets yeah. his ass if, beat. If you, that should have set the tone. Yeah, you're looking at child abuse. Right you're looking at elder abuse. <laughs> you're looking at just abuse of everything in when general. When that's
1: the first thirty seconds in the movie, I think you have to come to terms with the fact that this might not be a lovely journey yeah but that's just me absolutely um I got a couple more reviews uh this one's from Dj's reviews uh and DJ writes not enough turntabling <laughs> no sorry. not a good chose at all too much fighting <laughs> nasty language and gore for our family to watch not a good chose at all
0: <laughs> I, I like that they repeat that yes uh, the not, do, they, do they mean choice?
1: Um yes, I okay. think so i okay. i I cannot say what this person meant, but I think they were trying to say choice yeah I assume okay,
0: well, uh okay, wait, but for real though, why were there this many people that were expecting a happy movie <laughs> i i what? like i I don't understand um,
1: you know i think uh, I think it's just a matter of uh you know we see all these frickin' cars movies, and then you know you go to see another movie and you're like... Where's all the cars? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I have one last review uh from Stephen H. Oh, Eastman, uh, who writes This only works on certain brand Blu-ray players. I got ripped. One star.
0: Oh shit. Okay. Oh shit, okay. Uh, what brand um, blue what, the, yeah, what which brand, brand Blu-ray player? No, yeah. the one thing I will point out <laughs> is I don't know when the Switch happened, but it was very early on in Blu-ray's lifespan. There were early Blu-ray players that cannot play Blu-rays that are released after a certain year. Oh, shit, really? There's some sort of weird tweak in the format, but this actually, this is a Mandela effect. But it's just certain ones. It's not uh, even all ones. Are we talking about like super old Blu-ray players? Yeah, very old. So this person probably bought a Blu-ray player that was like $1,200. You need to get a different Blu-ray player because they're like $100 now, dude. Come on.
1: They bought a Blu-ray player from Circuit City, and now they can no longer take it back. So they are <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the
0: thing. I thought it was a lifetime insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> they paid like $35 a year for it.
1: Shout out, me, what the fuck? Shout out to previous guest uh, Bud Anthony Diaz from the Dreamcast podcast who worked at Circuit City. And oh, probably shit. sold this man his Blu-ray player. <laughs> yeah, I think so, uh, yes. <laughs> that's all the reviews I got. Uh, basically, check your regions, check your specs, get a PS3 even. It'll probably work.
0: Probably, probably yes. Yeah. I wonder if they bought a region B. like uh...
1: <laughs> Only certain brand Blu-ray players, as in the ones they sell in Dubai.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones they sell where uh, they the outlets... Are at two hundred and forty volts instead of one hundred and twenty. You know they 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 uh they went to Saudi Arabia and got a Blu-ray player. They got a fucking Aramco fucking <laughs> Blu-ray player.
1: They bought a Blu-ray player specifically to watch German three D Blu-rays, and this one doesn't work.
0: <laughs> uh, oh man, that's all the Amazon Patriots I have for <laughs> that one. That's the all Amazon Jeff Bezos Patriot. wrote on that one. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, so uh that that should wrap up all we have for Joe. Then we'll. Uh, Oh yeah, we'll we'll be returning to you shortly with uh, Captain Carelli's mandolin. Thank Fuck you, Joe. Oh yeah. Welcome back. We're here now to talk to you about Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Captain Corelli's
1: Mandolin,
0: the feel-good movie of the summer. I just gotta
1: get all my excitement out right now.
0: Uh, This name, yeah, the name of this movie sounds like a fairy tale, doesn't it?
1: This this was definitely one of the the most. Perplexing titles before we started
0: the bracket. Yeah, well, this was yes. one that
1: was like stuck in my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stu- such a stupid title. Yeah. and then you find out like, oh no, that's literally what the movie's kind of about. Oh, but there's titles. also Nazis. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's The thing, this the coming this summer, <laughs> the story of Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Critics are calling it the best movie released on this day of two thousand one. Yeah. This movie starring a lovable gang of raving. Singing, mandolin playing, literal fascists. Yeah. ever wanted to see a mandolin player put that pipe down on a married woman? <laughs> Critics are calling oh, this the fuck. most the most lovely fascist musical since Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so (laughs) jumping, jumping into uh, (laughs) springtime for Hitler. Uh, (laughs) To be fair, which one is more anti-Semitic, Captain Corelli or that? Probably Captain Corelli, because, I mean, Mel Brooks wrote that, uh, wrote springtime for Hitler. And he can say whatever he wants. That's true. Fuck it. Anyways, Captain Corelli, just a quick refresher here, which uh, we we did go over this movie all the way back in episode 10.
1: There's one thing that I'm, I don't remember, but I'm positive that we talked about, but I feel like we should mention it again.
0: Mm -hmm. Who directed this movie? Oh, yes. John Madden. (laughs) Famous for coaching the Oakland Raiders. Um, (laughs) Wait, wait, are you serious? Okay, Okay, no, no. It's a different John Madden. His name is is John John Madden, Madden. and it's spelled the same. But it is
1: interesting that there are several points in this movie where someone starts drawing on the screen with like a yellow marker. Yes.
0: (laughs) No, This is the John Madden that directed Shakespeare in Love. Yes, um, another horrible movie I've heard. I've never actually watched. Well, to that be movie. fair, actually I shouldn't spoil it. This movie is great. Mm.
1: Well, so the, I, the movie or the title spoils the movie. Shakespeare's in Love. Yeah, yeah. I fucking watch this it. movie. Spoils it too.
0: Captain Crowley has a mandolin. Yeah, yeah. I want I want a title that tells me nothing like Joe. Like Joe. So, so this movie came out in two thousand and one and was rated R. Uh, directed by John Madden, as we said. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the, this is Madden 2001. Now, to be uh, fair, when uh, you said John Madden, I was really incredulous because that would not, at this point, that's one of the least shocking things you said on this show <laughs> that if it was directed by that John Madden. I um, just
1: wanted to you get my movie wings. All, uh,
0: yeah. I can't do it in a brain. <laughs> that Fat Albert? <laughs> Produced by Studio <laughs> Canal, uh, which has the most ridiculous logo tag I've ever seen uh, that starts at the stop of this movie oh don't you know what Studio Canal are what don't you know what Studio Canal are no, do they like? I think they localize like a lot of like Korean movies and stuff. Oh shit! Because I've seen like a like like Wuchan Park movies and like Bong Joon Ho movies, and I've seen Studio Canal like oh. attached to the distribution of those movies. Well, in the year two thousand one, they had a ridiculous like tag at the beginning. well What do you call that again? I, a producer tag? That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Mike will made it. <laughs> is there? Is, is it different than a pro, a producer skin tag? Like, what, uh, what, uh, what is, I don't know. T- it's not a title card. I, I don't
1: uh, care.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> producer card. Producer card. Yeah, there we go. Uh also working title films has a runtime of 129 minutes. These were two long movies. Yeah, two movies. <laughs> that- this was like one of the longer episodes, I think, right? For like movie lengths? Yes. It was like over four hours. I watched one and I was like, the other one's gotta be 90 minutes, so this'll be a breeze. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this was two hours too. <laughs> Budget of fifty-seven million dollars. Uh, I know you knew the box office gross, but you've forgotten it. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> so y'all want to take a stab at it? What do you think this made? Oh, what well, did you say the budget was? Fifty-seven million dollars. Fifty-seven. I'm gonna guess this movie made fifty million dollars.
1: Five zero. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just go with my heart. My favorite president, forty-five
0: million. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fair fair uh, opinion and also possible They're the box office you're both under it was 62 million dollars oh, just shit. barely scraped by making its budget back but as we all know yeah that's a life <laughs> yeah if
1: they would have uh, if they would have had dialect coaches in the in the budget
0: this would have definitely
1: been in the red. For sure. Uh,
0: but they did not. <laughs> so. Rotten Tomatoes has got 28% from critics, 50% from audiences. Hmm. Interesting. So the audience actually likes – the way the audience likes this movie more than the critics? I'm genuinely shocked by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this definitely
1: seems like it would be closer to a critical darling than an audience darling.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah. That's – I don't know. Okay, sure. We'll go I don't that. know about that. I
1: don't know. Well I I mean not to not to (laughs) give away any reviews that I might have, but this definitely feels like a movie that somebody would say like, My wife loved this. And got
0: five stars. Whoa. A thought just occurred to me. You know what movie this is closest to, in my opinion? Oh god, I'm Closest Mm -hmm. to how? General things about it. Okay. Uh, Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Yes, yes, It's yes. a love story set in a, uh, the middle of World War II. It's too long. It sucks. <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
2: hey, do
0: not spoil your opinions on this marvelous movie. I've already talked about my opinions of this movie on, the, on a previous episode of the podcast. Okay, fair enough. This is okay. Jeff's favorite movie. I, I haven't said anything yet because I was the one person who wasn't here to watch this movie last time, so. I'm realizing now that I forgot to write a short plot summary of this movie, yeah. so I'm just going to try and wing it here. I I, I wrote um, a little bit, so Whatever you miss, I'll add. Okay, so like, uh, Penelope Cruz and John Hurt are mother and daughter. John Hurt is a doctor. They live on an island in Greece, Cephalonia. Cephalonia, yes. Uh, so, Cephalitis. So Penelope Cruz, Christian Bale falls in love with her, and he gets he, shot in the ass with a cannon. Yeah, he's he, got he, a
1: great ass. Yeah. He does have a
0: great ass. He proposes. He's got a great ass. And and he, you he, got your head all the way up. Sorry. <laughs> 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 proposes to her right before he leaves to go fighting against the Italians who are attempting to invade Greece. So he goes away to do that. And then while she, he's away, Penelope Cruz is very sad and writes like a bunch of letters to him. But she doesn't get any response. What does a letters.
1: military wife
0: do when her husband goes off to war? Mm-hmm. Finds the next one to pound. Yes, yes. Well, not wife yet. Oh, i I'm, I'm sorry. They beat the Italians. But then the Germans are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Italians, you're getting beaten. So we're gonna send people in, and then the Germans beat the Greeks. Oh yeah, we, so, we heard you were losing, so we decided to help you out since you won. It's like, hey, I wasn't doing a good here. What are you doing? Just give me another chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me sing over here. He's like, no, let let me take care of it real quick. But uh yeah. so yes, after that, the Italians come to occupy the island of Cephalonia.
1: I'm sorry, I do not mean to interrupt again and also correct you, but it's Italians.
0: Continue. Oh, I-Talians. That's right. The yes. Italians, uh, the goddamn Italians, <laughs> come in to occupy the town, and among them is Nicolas Cage, who plays the titular Captain Corelli. And Captain by the Antonio Corelli, playing the mandolin. Yeah, he's already got the mandolin on his back, and you're like, I'm pretty sure the Italian army would have not allowed that to be brought into an invasion force. I'm sorry. Yeah, they know. said,
1: "Hey, you can't uh, drop your gun into the water to put on your mandolin," yeah. but I say. What's a better weapon? Well, they he's never like, saw home. combat.
0: They're just there to occupy. Oh, that's, that's right, so, guys. So. He's like, you know what? You, you're you coming here to occupy the island. You have a mandolin on your back. Where are your rations with the cannolis and the strambolis? You expect
1: me to occupy this place, and I don't even have an iPod yet? I bring my
0: mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> uh, so, like... Uh, <laughs> Captain Corelli sees... He gets stationed in uh John Hurt and Penelope Cruz's house because the all the Greek citizens are expected to quarter the the Italians because the third amendment don't apply here in Greece baby. <laughs> yeah. That's why we fought and died for our third amendment rights. I just want to think that um, like some Greek guys like, "Whoa, well, I thought this was America." And it's like, "This this is Greece, sir." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Cage is there. He starts to fall for this Penelope Cruz lady. She starts to fall back for him after a bunch of push and pull earlier in the movie. None of that really matters. It's like, a, will they? Won't they? We know they will. It's named after Captain Corelli. She's not going to end up with Christian Bale because yeah, he isn't in the title of the film. Also, um, uh, <laughs> Christian Bale's mandolin is what they should have called him. Nicholas N- Cage. One.
1: Uh, Nicolas Cage and Penelope Cruz are practically fingering on the poster for this. So mm-hmm. that's true. So yes. There's not a lot of mystery as to <laughs> what will happen. Yeah, there's not a lot of subtext going on
0: here. So yeah, eventually Captain Corelli is like, he's he, he may be an Italian fascist, but this guy doesn't much care about the military. He's more about singing and. And being musical and playing his mandolin although gotta say, doesn't play his mandolin very often in this movie and when he does, it's rather unimpressive. It very <laughs> unimpressive, yes. And I will say too, I love how they're like lionizing this guy. No, he's just a very artful person. This guy's a captain in a genocidal fascist army. Look, he's look, killed a shit ton of people, The okay? Italians didn't really commit genocides. Yes, they did. They wanted to. They committed massacres. No, listen, okay? Okay, they didn't no, commit no, genocide. No, no, They listen, committed massacres. Listen, this is true, is that in Ethiopia, the Italians killed roughly 15% of the population. Okay. That's Genocide, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. But there was only like 20 people there, that's true. There are not a lot of Ethiopians, that's true. And that's also, true. like, they killed a shit ton of Libyans, too. There was like actual genocide. I'm and, sorry, I forgot and, about the African colonies, and I forgot how basically every major European power committed a genocide so, and in the colonies. So. Also, the Italians um, purposefully gave away a lot of their Jewish populations of their conquered lands to the Nazis, yes. willingly. Very willingly. They so did that to yeah. improve relations with the Nazis. So, but anyways, know. we're still in the plot summary. Sounds we'll discuss like genocide the to of me, young lady. It yeah, is Basically USA number one. one. Mm-hmm. It is a bit of a genocide. You're correct. You're <laughs> correct. Um It's a mini genocide. Yeah, it's to, it's like, to be fair, the later genocide that happens to these people on this island is not really genocide because they aren't Greek. Mm-hmm. They're mostly played by Brits and Spaniards. <laughs> 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 um but anyways, what the fuck was I saying? Um, oh, uh, Captain Crilly, he j- he's musical. He's very musical. He loves music. He loves life. And he loves fucking. And he loves doing all sorts of... Th- he's Italian. He's not a fascist. He's, he's a he's lover, like, not a fighter. Yeah. Um, He just wants to ride around on a little, like, fucking scooter and just beat <laughs> like, beep. beep you know? He wants to eat his Italian shaved ice I while he has his fucking unbuttoned shirt open. Yeah. He wants to go to fucking Buca di Beppo and split <laughs> the big meatball. <laughs> Uh, but so he falls in love with Penelope Cruz. She falls for him. She's not that into Christian Bale because like Christian Bale has never seemed to really be that into her. He's just more into like the abstract idea of falling in love. Yeah. With he's also woman. like incredibly oh. childish. Yeah. He's very yeah. childish and uh, he can't read or write. He's literate. Hey, um, don't spoil it. No. Um, fuck. That happened already. <laughs> we would have found that out. I skipped <laughs> over that detail. I didn't care. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. They, they just don't spend
1: uh, in this long movie uh, – Uh, where, I mean, you already know what's gonna happen, but they don't spend a lot of time, like, building a relationship between Penelope Cruz and Christian. They really
0: do not. There is very little development in that relationship for sure. So essentially what happens is Cage is happily occupying this town and the people are growing to love their (laughs) Italian (laughs) occupiers, I guess. I don't know. But then 1943 hits. They string up Mussolini and murder him back home. We don't see this in the movie. Fucking, fucking the Italians are leaving the Uh, war. No, they don't kill him yet. Mussolini doesn't die until 1945. They kick... Mussolini out of Rome and he uh, he forms the rump state known as the uh, Italian Social Republic, otherwise known as the Salo Republic. Oh, OK. In fact, Mussolini was only killed roughly a week before Hitler killed himself. Interesting. OK, uh, I thought that pretending. happened earlier. No, I don't pay attention to the Italians much because they didn't the have thing. that much of an effect. That you, you, War you know, you watch fucking Sallow. That's the plot of Salo. It takes place in the Salo Republic, mm-hmm. which was led by Mussolini in like 1944. Roughly, you know, that Hitler didn't really kill himself, right? Have you heard this? That's true. Yeah, very much he, like an Epstein figure.
1: He is Barack Obama's grandfather. Do you, do you yeah, know what this is? makes over an that Operation
0: Paperclip. Yeah. yeah, true. Mm. I know. <laughs> but, uh, but no, Mussolini's still alive. It's just that Italy is not really... Part of the Axis powers, really. So. No, no, uh, they left. Uh, I mean, essentially, like, uh, Mussolini got booted from power. He was the one who wanted to ban with Hitler. Anyways, Italy is leaving the war. The Germans are like, well, fuck, we got to take care of everything that the Italians were doing. So they're taking over this island in Greece. And then the Italians are like, no, 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 we will not hand over our guns to you. Uh, what? That was French. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like, no, no, no. He said, no, no, no. He said, no, no, no. So they they they, uh, so Italians and Nazis start fighting. The Nazis end up killing a bunch of Italians. The Italians fight back because they don't want to give up their guns. And like in the middle of all this, Nicolas Cage gets shot by some Nazis. Nick Cage is the only survivor of this massacre. Yeah, Nick Cage is the only survivor of the massacre. He gets taken in. John Hurt fixes him up, um, then he's like, I have to go, I was never supposed to be here, and I've caused all the destruction on this land, and then he leaves. And then, like, everything's good again, I guess? The the war leaves Greece, and they're like, cool, and then Penelope Cruz becomes a doctor. Talk about a fucking plot hole, like, how, we, who knows World War Two ended? Yeah, yeah, that's... Like, what the fuck? They, they could at least show, like, a newspaper headline, like... Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Extra, extra, World War II, You know, if if they didn't (laughs) tell
0: the audience that, they would have ended up like that Japanese guy who lived in the Philippines for like 30 (laughs) years after the war. (laughs) Until the 70s? Nobody told
1: me the war was over. (laughs) I was um, in the theater like 10 years after this movie ended, like, is
2: the war over?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so then 1947 comes along, Penelope Cruz is now a doctor, she is trained fully from her father, and an earthquake strikes the town, and like, oh, it's a disaster, and Nicolas Cage... Suddenly, I guess maybe hears about the earthquake and he returns to Italy and it's like, I still love you, Penelope Cruz. I cannot stop thinking about you. I could not go on without you. And she's like, I love you, too. I could not stop thinking about you. It's And then they smooch and the movie ends, basically. And that, that's it. They got together. and uh, Yeah. So cute. So, you know, I'll say my opinion of this movie because I, you guys got your chance last time and I want to give my chance. I love this movie. This movie is very good. It's so, so cute. I actually don't. I, I, I was very bored by this movie. I didn't viscerally hate it, but it's just boring. There's nothing really all that interesting about it. Although, the main uh, German officer is played by the British actor David Morrissey. Yes. Who was the general, uh, the, governor. the governor in Walking Dead. Yes. Although, interestingly enough... The actor David Morrissey who played – or like the character in this movie, the Nazi general who's played by David Morrissey and the singer from the Smiths Morrissey in real life have very similar social views. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Because uh, yeah, Morrissey him... in real life, uh, the singer, is a literal fascist by the way. Fun yeah, fact. Oh, come Mar- on. Morrissey is not a good person at um, all. And but in fact but there, Johnny Marr is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And fun fact, uh, uh, you didn't – I don't think you said this in your original trivia. But there were a couple deleted scenes involving the German general singing. Because, you know, I'm sure there was, I'm sure you guys remember there was that scene where he's trying to, like, get the German officer to sing while they're at the beach, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, but yeah. he later learned to sing. No. And uh, a couple of the scenes involve uh, him going, just walking along at night, and he sees uh, two lovers entwined. They pass him by. <laughs> <laughs> And heaven knows he's miserable yeah. now. <laughs> he was he was looking for a job. He and didn't then want a job. Found in this a job. Greek island, but he got the job anyways. Yeah. And heaven knows he's he's still miserable, miserable now. now. And um, during God, the war, why scene, do I spend valuable time on people who don't care if I live or I die? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, during the battle scene, he's like, "Panic on the streets of Seoul." <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, actually also a scene. Oh, uh, shit. Where... that That was my Smiths joke for the show. I there always mention New Metal, oh. but I wanted to give credence to the Smiths for all my hipster nerds out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not
1: uh, Smiths related. This is just some German uh, history for you. That this actual German general uh, found his musical voice. Uh, when he walked into a room and saw uh, 99 Luft balloons. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh no, 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 balloons. And also, while they're bombing the island, he's like, This is the bomb, the bomb that will bomb, that will bring us together. Oh yeah. <laughs> the bomb, the bomb, the bomb. Um, you are not a person I would expect to know that many Smiths. <laughs> I love the Smiths. They're one of my favorite bands. <laughs> they're a great band. Johnny Marr is awesome. Morrissey's kind of annoying. but Morrissey's, yeah, kind of annoying. And some a literal fascist. Okay, lyrics so. occasionally. But yeah, literal fascist. It's hard to make up for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently not Penelope Cruz's eyes.
1: Johnny Marr got the right idea about that guy. Johnny mm-hmm. Marr, except for when he was in Modest Mouse, not my thing. Was he in but, Modest Mouse, I really? Uh, uh, Morrissey wishes yes. uh, Johnny Marr was actually Johnny oh, Rotten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As Another fascist go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I will You'll say Nicholas
0: Cage, this charming man. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> well, there there were a lot of poor old pantry boys on this island. Mm-hmm. I saw an old performance where it appeared as though he was wearing a tail. Was he a furry? <laughs> is, is, is that, is that uh, Heaven Knows a Miserable where he has like a branch in his pants for some reason? Could have been. I mean, I thought it was a tail. I was like, oh shit, so he's a fascist and a furry. And <laughs> it, it, okay. looked, it looked like That's a tree branch. Those things aren't that separated a lot if you yeah, go on channels channel. Yeah, I was going to say, go on Twitter and I would say half of all furries on Twitter are fascist too. So. Yeah. You got a
1: branch in your pants or you're just fascist to see me?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but. Anyways. Um, Uh, You did say he was the guy who played the governor. I remember the first time I watched this movie, last time I was like, I know this guy, where the fuck have I seen him? And I looked through all the other movies he's been in and I didn't see anything. And I was like, okay, but this time it occurred to me, I was like... Maybe he was in a TV show. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. <laughs> so that so I, I looked it up and I was like, oh, he was in The Walking Dead. Yeah, he's the governor. Okay. But, anyways. And also, I will say, speaking of uh, playing uh, characters that aren't your nationality, yeah, the accents in this movie are fucking awful. Everyone yeah, is yeah. bad at their accents. Um, John Hurt occasionally just drops his accent yeah, and starts <laughs> speaking like normal. Completely inconsistent.
1: He's uh, like, uh, oh, governor, I'm on Cephalonia. Yeah. It's like <laughs> sometimes they forget what nationality they're supposed to be playing. So they just default to however they normally talk. And like
0: most of it's weird to me. Another one is like the David Morrissey's character. He's a Nazi. He speaks with a fake German accent. Then there's another Nazi that just talks with a posh British accent. And I'm so confused. Well, to be fair, there, like, I don't know. That, that, was a, that was Lord Ha Ha. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was a British uh, uh, defector. So. It, oh. could have, it could have been a, a King Edward too. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I don't know this. This movie, honestly, it's not terribly made, but it is rather boring, it's and it could boring. do a lot more to pick up. I don't know. It, it could do more to make you care about the relationship. I never really believed that these two people would have fallen for each other. No, it know? makes um, They don't have any chemistry at all. Yeah, they don't really Nothing. have any chemistry. Um, and frankly, we need to once again say Penelope Cruz. Oh, is way hotter than Nick Cage at this point. Uh, well, Nick Cage isn't looking bad at this point. No, he looks good, but like Penelope Cruz is like, she's fucking banging in this movie. Yeah, and well, I could, I could believe they're together. I could, maybe, if I didn't know who Nicholas well, Cage you is. Have to think about the power if I didn't dynamic, know he's just like Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah i about the power dynamic because he is a leading fascist figure who's occupying this island, and she's just a lowly peasant girl, basically. That's true. So there's, there's a weird power dynamic yeah. going on here. Oh, oh, fun thing. We didn't notice the first time. I don't know if they say it in in the movie, but I was looking at the cast list and characters. John Hurt's character is named Dr. Giannis. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. shit! What the fuck? <laughs> Oh shit! Why do you have Willie uh, John Hurt on your shirt again? Big fan. Okay, yeah, he's a great actor. Didn't he die recently? Um sure. yeah, John Hurt's dead. Yeah. Well, not no, okay, not. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do a joke about his name being Hurt. And he's dead. Yeah. Okay? I'm not going to do it. Well, I, I think I'm not going to do John hurt himself today. Oh, no, today. I was going to make that joke. Though, he, he, he committed suicide by slitting his wrist. He's like, hurt my wrist today. <sighs> uh, uh, listen, all all fans out there, don't kill yourselves. Oh, wait. Oh, We're oh, only come here. John hurt. Uh, that's a short sentence. Um, d- <laughs> what is, are yes. other people with names that are short that are sentences? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's multiple people in this movie. Because um, uh, he's Christian and he bails hay. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> that's not really a sentence. John. Uh, if it was John Madden's. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom Cruise. He cruises at gay bars. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, uh, that's John Travolta. That's John Travolta. Yes. Uh, oh, go okay. Okay, I got
1: one. I got one. Um, I'm at church with my friend, and his initials are P H. Uh, <laughs> and I tell him, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> bravo! 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 <laughs> hey, you win. Uh, yeah, there's, I'm sorry. There's there's no topping that. Although to be fair, I don't think Neil Patrick Harris has topped anybody. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of a bottom. <laughs> I don't know. You've already tried it once. Um, is he, do you think he's a very? Sw- do you think he's a switch? I, I don't know. I, fuck. It's, it's, I, think, I, I think we could all be a switch. True. I think me. I'm a GameCube. <laughs> I
1: think. I think considering yourself not a switch is pessimistic. Yeah, exactly. I I do. You don't
0: know about what your other role could be.
1: Yeah, I'll pound from any direction, bitch. That's ah. uh, Well, I I haven't. I haven't said my thoughts on this movie. Oh, you yes. know your
0: thoughts. You made a whole T force. No, G-force drop I want. I want to
1: hear them. Wow, I'm I'm surprised nobody wanted to know if my second viewing was different. Is it? Hi, um, is this the <laughs> uh, the potato God company? Damn it! I like this movie a lot more the second time around. Really? I I did not. Why well, I didn't like it? I don't think it's a good movie. But I found it to be much more uh, digestible when I was able to put aside my uh, disdain. Because uh, I mean, we were doing this a few episodes in, and I feel like I uh, this, yeah, the
0: first round this, we were kind of going in expecting garbage after the first like yeah, f- and eight, then, eight movies we had to watch, and this
1: movie and came it up just kept being garbage. Uh, yeah, this movie came up, and I, I think this is when I had my first like uh, crisis of like, what am I doing here? Why? <laughs> uh, and so that might have uh, distracted me from this movie because it is boring and uh, gay. Um, but it's no, very straight. Is, is it <laughs> a bad it's, it's very straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh but no, it's just, uh, basically if I had to write her an Amazon review, I would say, uh, my wife loves this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, talk, talk about I don't know. She's never seen it. And I, she, oh man, I, the, the movies that my girlfriend has sat through for this, uh, are, are, it's an interesting bunch. But uh, a lot of the time, uh, she hates it, and I feel like if she saw this, she would be like totally checked out after about ten seconds. Yeah, I yeah. And
0: I, those are basically, in my opinions, I didn't hate it. It's just, it's just fine, but it's not very well made. It's just kind of a dumb, relatively inoffensive movie. I mean, rel- as relatively inoffensive as you can be. Where the main love interest and main character is a singing fascist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, for all the people who thought
1: uh, Joe needed to be more family-friendly, pop this one on and uh, Mm -hmm. just take a snooze. Drink some warm milk.
0: Yeah. This movie is like – it felt like it had all of the makings to be a good movie. It had a, de- a really good budget. Like the production Stack was clearly – Yeah, stacked cast. The production was clearly there for like intense good battle scenes. But everything about it feels kind of clumsy. The chemistry is not really there between Cage and Cruz. The accents are all wonky. And even the battle scene, even though they have like great design for everything, like it all looks like spot on, like the uniforms, the the fucking equipment. It just felt like – The one battle scene they had was so jumbled that there was no stakes to it. It was just there was a lot of shooting. I couldn't tell what they were fighting over, if there was, like, a position being overrun or anything. No, yeah. Yeah, It felt
1: more like uh, they were like, okay, we have to be a full-on war movie for a second just, like, as a formality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Is that the movie had a budget of you said what fifty five million, right, around there? Yeah, fifty seven. Fifty seven. I think fifty six million of this budget went to getting period accurate uniforms, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. They went to Germany to go to the Hugo Boss factory. Oh, I see. Yeah, god. So they didn't have money to get accent coaches. Um, yeah, they certainly didn't have money for good accent coaches because like nobody's doing a good accent here. Literally, nobody. Usually, the bad accent. It isn't necessarily exclusive to Cage, but he's taken a bulk of it. But in this movie, everybody's doing every, bad acting. Yeah, and even good actors like John Hurt's a great fucking actor. Mm-hmm. What yeah. happened? Honestly, Christian they, Bale's a great actor. What the fuck happened? Well, Christian Bale is always bad with accents, too, in my opinion. Well, to be fair, though, uh, I mean, he is British. Well, have, have you seen so like, he some a, of his more recent movies? Like he does a spot on Dick Cheney in Vice. Interesting. I guess I, his, his Dick Cheney is literally perfect. I haven't seen a ton of his movies, I guess. But the one I go to, I remember like watching 310 to Yuma and his southern accent was just god awful. Oh, and to be fair, every actor I think does and have their weak points. And I've heard that British actors especially do hate American southern accents. Yeah. Because are apparently sense. very difficult for them to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I will say most of Christian Bale's performances I've seen where he has an accent are usually pretty good. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, especially, his, especially his
0: more recent roles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and he is a British actor, so he's doing an American accent on almost every movie we've. I uh, see him in. And he's decent at that. Mm-hmm. Although, like, after seeing this movie in 310 to you, it makes me rethink his American accent. Maybe it might yeah. be bad. I don't know. <laughs> I mean,
1: yeah. I think... All the effort as far as authenticity goes went into, like you said, like the the set design and the, the costume design and all that stuff. Because if you're intending to make a movie that is like uh, uh, believable from an actor's standpoint, you're not... Hiring Nicolas Cage to play a European guy, and e- even if like you're like okay, any any asshole can do an Italian accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, dial up the little Caesar, yeah, yeah. Just,
0: just just drop a couple drop a couple Stromboli's and a pizza and a spaghetti's in there.
1: Right, but you have to know that when you're casting Nicolas Cage to play in Italian, uh, that it's gonna be a little goofy. Yeah, uh, even though he's Ethnically Italian. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but his yeah. legal, his his real last name is Coppola. Yeah. Well, and he spends so much time in New Orleans, but he just can't do it.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, that kind of sums up my thoughts on this movie. All the fixings there to make a good movie, and it just kind of got fumbled a little bit. I agree. Yeah. Um Kind of like maybe another movie we just talked about. Yeah, I was going to say,
1: both of these movies, I would say, uh, had potential but didn't quite nail it. Uh, Both were uh, based on a novel and um, both uh, have a cast of people who hate the homeless. Yeah, that's Uh, true. Yes. Or they are homeless. Yeah, Uh, that's true but they, homeless people hate homeless people
0: oh and and one more thing I didn't want to mention so there there is the there's a reprisal against that woman who is interested in David Morrissey's Nazi character and she gets hung from a tree yeah so I believe there was another line where he was uh David Morrissey's character was saying hang the DJ hang the DJ <laughs> yeah. hang the DJ <laughs> hang the bloody DJ because yeah. I believe her her initials
1: were DJ Oh, oh makes sense. Yes, yes, yeah, and they're referring to DJ's reviews. Yeah, <laughs>
0: from the Amazon Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Patriots is our new go-to. Uh, um, what? What? Dave. I just want
1: to what? say it real quick. Because, um, I was just joking hi, um, when I said that. Is this uh, the uh, the potato company? <laughs> I was joking when I said homeless people hate homeless people. Uh, I was. Uh, I don't
0: even remember you saying I that. I just said
1: it a minute ago. <laughs> oh. uh, I uh, love homeless people, and I don't. I don't want to be uh, rude to them. I'm rude to a lot of people on this show. For example, people whose family members died in nine eleven. I don't respect. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, Sheboygan firefighters, you don't have any respect for them. No, I have, I love the brats. Yeah. I am a vegetarian, but I
0: love the brats. Beyond brats. Yes. Right? We got the best beyond brat in the freaking case. Want a brat? <laughs> you want a beyond brat? We we need that on the soundboard. Want a brat? <laughs> we do. Yeah, we, we do need yeah. a bad. Want a brat? Uh, but, Dave, by any chance, do you have a plot summary? What? Do you do you think you got a plot summary for Captain Corelli's mandolin? Wow, I really wish I'd gotten to know the people I'm working with better before I started doing this. Um I'm going to go, guys. <laughs> um. Well, very, very good job there. Uh, I do remember a lot of the reggae there. I mean, there were Greek accents, there were Italian accents, there were Jamaican accents. Yeah, there's a, there a part where
1: they're, uh, you know... Uh, Captain Corelli is trying to lead the whole choir, and they kind of break out into like a reggaeton.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Thing. There was a, actually he was playing calypso oh, on the like Yeah, reggaetoni, <laughs> <Yeah>. reggaetoni. <laughs> <Rigga-tony. laughs> oh my God! you want watching this to, to reggaeton, and I got you a pasta. Did you not hear what I meant? <laughs> hey, you want to play the reggaeton music? <laughs> Uh, the Italian Wailers. playing Italians really are the funniest people, even when they are singing fascists. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I do it a fascism, I play it a million. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Oh fuck um, shit. T- uh, so yeah, um singing genocidal fascists. Um love it. <laughs> You got any Amazon reviews? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah got some Amazon. Well, speaking reviews. of fascists, let's get to the Amazon <laughs> reviews. Yeah. The
1: Amazon patriots are waiting in the wings. Uh, I got a review from Danny B who says this is what love is. <laughs> I appreciated this movie overall. I've read reviews criticizing it and many are valid. They, however, mostly address Nicolas Cage's acting or the quality of mandolin music. Not the mandolin music, just mandolin music in general. <laughs> and
0: right well, so. These people I hate suppose. Chris Thiele. <laughs>
1: <laughs> these people hate. Uh, uh, well, the, the Twitter poll will be over by now. Uh, I hope you voted in our Twitter poll about the most fuckable uh, mandolinist. Um, I believe Nick
0: Cage won, right? Oh, yeah. Nick Cage won on a landslide. Oh, it's, well, still, going. I, I, it's, it's still going. Uh, he is It'll winning. be done by the time this poll is over, and he's probably going to win. on a landslide. I did vote for Kevin Jonas because uh, I didn't know he was a man. No one voted for David Gilmore, I noticed. Yeah. Not a single person. I, not even me. Look, <laughs> I love David Gilmore. I, I, put I don't fuck Gilmore him. I David Gilmore
1: instead of John Paul Jones for you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that didn't even work. Uh, but Danny B says. There is one scene which I think is so incredibly important and we would all benefit from watching it and understanding the concept. I recommend this movie as it's enjoyable if you don't hate Cage's acting. Even if you do, watch the scene I've described below and consider it. I definitely use it often in pre- and early-marital counseling. (laughs) So, we got a lot of build-up for whatever scene he's talking about, let's see. The character opposite... Cage, Penelope Cruz, is talking with her father about love, and he tells her what she's describing isn't love. This is what love is. Search YouTube for Captain Corelli's mandolin, this is what love is, posted by the fun flicks. I'm in no way affiliated with this channel, by the way. I think the clip will also entice any to watch the film. So not only does this guy. <laughs> what? Blue ball me saying that he's gonna describe the
0: scene below. What? But he doesn't describe the scene, he tells me to watch a YouTube video. What the fuck okay, was that here. review? That was one of the most baffling reviews I've ever heard. That was coherent. He adds just just to make sure, because
1: uh, he he wanted to he wanted to uh, assure everybody that he's not affiliated with this YouTube channel. But he also adds, I purchased this product with personal funds and was in no way compensated for this review. I think this guy was paid to write this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was until he was being so adamant he about said it, it. Twice. What? <laughs> um, I have a I have a review from Fred Durst, probably. Yeah. Um, who writes? Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Nice war story. For a woman that doesn't watch war stories. <laughs> Just what? <one. laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the perfect movie for a woman who doesn't watch... This is the perfect war movie
0: for a frickin' broad who hates war oh, yeah, So this, this is, a good one, one you, yeah, this is okay. a good one for you, Jess. Yeah, this is a good one for you, Jess. Yeah, I don't watch any war movies. <laughs> I don't like those. Only the only fighting, ones the where killing. they're kissing and playing mandolin. Exactly.
1: Uh, I have a review from Robert Birchenoff, who says, important to know that the World War II relationship between Greece, Italy, and Nazi jur. This movie taught <laughs> What is important in long-term relationships? Between countries? <laughs> <laughs> between occupied and occupied? I'm like, what? I think they're trying to make two separate points in both the title and the body of the review, uh, but... Uh, oh,
0: yeah. Listen, Genocidal is Regimes there more? and... Uh, that's it. That's yeah. it?
1: The title Wait, is Important to Know the World War II Relationship Between Greece, Italy, and Nazi Germany. Body... This movie taught what is important in long-term relationships. We got another fucking marriage counselor.
0: I mean, if you think about it, is that is that imperial holdings are like long-term relationships, if you think about it. You know what? You're right. Maybe they typed the first paragraph into the title, but it got cut off for length reasons. And then... Honestly, that might be... What they probably just started typing in the first text box that they could see. Or yeah, they screwed up the title and the, the body or something. Yeah.
1: They, and they, they uh, thought there was more text like that you couldn't see behind the text box, but it just caught up to juror. Yeah. Uh, so maybe try again Robert enough I've had... Enough of your shit. (laughs) I have a review from J.R. Winans who says headline required. Uh, And Jay writes, "Plus, I have to have 16 more words to be able to submit, which I am forced to do. They don't like me to just rate the product with six stars." What a bunch of bull. Six? Five stars. <laughs> All I want to do is rate the movie six stars. <sighs> they they limit me to five, and I have to write a headline and a body. Why can't <laughs> I just
0: put an in infinite number of stars if I want to, you know? <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like one of those bulletin boards in like a grade school. Like, Put as many gold stars as you want on there. It's like. a very
1: clear system. I had one star for every time i get up and clap during the movie. <laughs> I got up and clapped six times during Captain Corelli's Mandolin <laughs> and Amazon
0: is stifling me. I am a patriot. <laughs> uh, and every time he went up to clap, it was during these scenes of war crimes. You know, that's a restriction of free speech. Not you know, let me give yeah. six stars. Holy shit.
1: That is. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I have a review from Wayne D. Lund who says, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Both my wife and I saw this movie and we really enjoyed it. It's a beautiful love story. I have tried to buy it locally but could not find it. Then I was told about Amazon.com and I was able to purchase the movie. We have already watched it two times and have <laughs> loaned it out to friends so they can enjoy it also. Again, thank you for allowing me to purchase this movie. And I also appreciate receiving it within five days of ordering
0: it. For The looking here. I'm sorry. Okay. No, like, this guy thank never, you for letting me buy this. He never once you says... massive online retailer. <laughs> he never once says I was
1: not paid to write this. So, you don't really know where his intentions are <laughs> Yeah, at. that's true. And I
0: also love, he's like, the people, they told me about this magical website called Amazon. Like, what? I couldn't
1: find this at the Walmart store. Wait, what year was this written? Stop. Uh, well, okay. It, it, okay. To be fair, it was written in 2006.
0: Okay. But I did think that was still, very funny. Okay. Still, <laughs> still uh, at that point, you had to know what Amazon is. The y- only time yeah. it was told me about Amazon.com. I was going to say around 2006- <laughs> That's a little bit more forgivable, but it's still just like, why did you need to call I think it at Amazon? that point in time, it was still a billion dollar company. So. I was looking
1: for a quick sandwich uh-huh. and I didn't want to go buy all the ingredients. Mm. So I'm talking to my friend and he tells me that there's an actual burger king. Oh, oh shit. So I go down there and they graciously allow me to purchase <laughs> A
0: hamburger
1: and fries.
0: And then tell women to get in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Love uh, corporate Twitter. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh. uh, uh, I, I, I have a couple more. Uh, a review from Alexandra, who writes, great movie. Who asked her? <laughs> uh, I, I'm asking Alexandra. Yeah! Uh, Was this a great movie? And, a, and she said, great
0: movie, Maria. That's it maybe she was trying to listen to the Blondie song uh-huh.
1: Uh yeah and, I, and, and there's not a single person named Maria in this movie I look and there's no Marias that even worked on the movie so I'm not exactly sure who Alexandra is talking about oh so. my god was she shouting out
0: one of her friends the thing it's like a like twitter where you add somebody great movie
1: Maria five
0: stars
1: oh this god. is Alexandra um, I review from Antoine Tran. Tran. Uh, wait, wait. What? Antoine Tran. A N H. Tuan. It's, it's it sounds like Antoine, but it's An Antoine Tran.
0: Tran. Okay, so uh, like Vietnamese or something. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, and An writes not bad. This was a gift for my girlfriend. It's one of her favorite movies. While I am pretty lukewarm on it, in the end, it is a lady pleaser. What else is there to say? Hey, hey, it pleased me if you know what I mean. War movie for freaking chicks. <laughs> I gotta love it. I got you know what? I don't really like this movie, but I gotta appreciate anything that'll shut up my freaking wife for two hours. Yeah. while well, I'm get playing cards with the boys. <laughs> Um I have a review from Amazon customer uh who says it would not play due to unsupported color system. Very disappointing. Three <laughs> stars. Wait, 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 what? But, what color system? Uh, I
0: don't know what to call it. Maybe they're still using a black and white TV. <laughs> <laughs> this was in
1: 2017. Uh and uh, I hope they got it figured out.
0: <laughs> color system.
1: Uh I have a review what? from James LaRoque, who writes Love the movie, have seen it before, and loved it so much. Thanks, Jim. One star. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they all calling out people's
0: individual names in the
1: fucking review? He loved this movie, and the other four stars would have been there if he would have really loved this movie. (laughs) Uh,
0: like people dox themselves all the time in this this review for some reason. Like every review is like, "Hey, my buddy Jim, Alex, fucking Maria, Alexandria. Like,
1: I'm I'm gonna first and last name my mother in this review. Yeah. <laughs> Uh I have two more, uh, and these are the the key ones. So if you're oh, zoned god. out, perk up now. Oh okay. god. Um this review is from Old Gringo, <laughs> who writes This movie could not be worse if it had zombies in it. it must be the frickin' governor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mama Mia. Keep in mind, I'm just reading this as it's written. Mamma
0: mia, here we go again.
1: Mamma mia, I know here are such a bad uh, Italian movie accent <laughs> since uh, the original 1932 Scarface. Jesus. Nicholas Christ. Cage <laughs> accent is a so bad I almost uh, pee myself laughing. <laughs> this a movie really suck. This a movie could not be worse if it had zombies okay, in the it. The way you're saying that right now, you sound like uh, Jar uh, Jar
0: binks. binks. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> this a movie that I mean this is this how a movie
0: D- This a movie is a song subtle... don't like this movie. This
1: a movie is a song <laughs> like an Al Capone with a baseball bat. Yeah. This a movie a uh, so bad I surprised that a director Noah called John Kevorkian before it released. What? This a movie so bad it maybe have entertainment value as a the worst movie ever made. I feel a sorry for the other actors that have a to listen to a cage with a straighta face a, now that a acting. Too bad a that Gilda Radner is a dead. Her Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana character could have played Penelope Cruz's part and give a balance to
0: Cage. <laughs> uh,
1: and that's what Old Gringo has to say about oh this Oh my God. All right,
0: good. They call, should call him Old Giuseppe because he's pretty good at doing that down yeah. accent. Yeah.
1: Uh, and my last review comes from Snicko, um, who <laughs> writes, for lovers of processed cheese, Budweiser, and Walmart. Uh, and this person is so classy they don't even know how to spell Budweiser because i have never seen it. Yeah. Uh, Captain Corelli's mandolin is within a two-hour period one of the most wretched turds I have seen in quite some time. <laughs> this, is a, this is a hard one to read. This World War II love story is set in an idyllic Greek island attempts to place a shallow love interest between Nicolas Cage and Penelope Cruz. <laughs> both tragically caught in a conflict outside of their control. Captain Corelli is a commander of a group of Italian lovers, not soldiers, who are occupiers of the island on behalf of the fascist Axis powers. Mm -hmm. Penelope Cruz plays a local who was wooed by Corelli after strumming a mandolin, playing with semi-naked women on a nearby beach, and delivering a flower to her doorstep drunk. I've had wet dreams with more romance than this contrived masterpiece.
0: <laughs> contrived masterpiece? That's an oxymoron. Is it a masterpiece of contrivance? Is that? I, I,
1: think, say, I think they were just trying to low-key uh, compliment the movie because... <laughs> They felt mean for this. This movie is
0: contrived and just not very original, but it's a masterpiece, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Along with cookie-cutter brutish Germans, wise old Greek men, and dedicated, uncorruptible partisans, and you have a recipe for a dream movie for sentimentalists and Valium-addicted housewives or (laughs) divorcees. Naturally, everyone speaks English, and there is no translation problems between anyone. Now, how can I smuggle this DVD back onto the shelf at Walmart where it belongs? Not even want to return for it. Get your no, money back? I don't want the money back. I, first of all, <laughs> I, was not, paid to, I was not paid <laughs> to write this. But I want Walmart to keep my money and this movie.
0: Thank yeah. you very much, Walmart, for letting me return this movie
1: <laughs> for free. Thank you for letting me buy this and looking the other way for letting me return it without compensating me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
0: I don't know, the title made me think they're definitely from Wisconsin. Someone who likes, like, processed cheese and Budweiser, that's a very Midwestern insult, I feel. Especially in Wisconsin, because in Wisconsin you get the good cheese and you drink at least least Miller. Yeah, at least Miller, if you're going to get for a cheap beer, you get a new Glarus if you want to be real Wisconsin, and then, uh, I don't know.
1: This person says that uh, this this movie is for lovers of Walmart, but then seems to imply that they bought it from Walmart. And I, I know they're saying it belongs at Walmart, so they should take it back there. But uh, I, it, it seems like that's where they got it from, also. You know yeah, why the you an Amazon review? That exactly. is, that's
0: the, that's the thing, right? <laughs> is that like. That that always, like, strikes me as a a big point of contention with people that shit on Walmart. It's like, you shop at Walmart, too. Like, shut the fuck up. I just hate
1: everybody else I see here because I am in their compensation bracket. Exactly.
0: You know, fucking hate Walmart. Everyone who goes there is trashy as shit. And while they're at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning wearing sweatpants, a fucking mask on going to Walmart. Yeah, it's like uh, how much conservatives hate poor people. Exactly. Uh, And they're all poor. And they're all poor. (laughs) Uh, Trailer? No, I'm just kidding. I won't do classes. I'm on this episode. That's everything, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, so other I guess than all that's, the vote. Yeah, all that's left now is the vote. Yeah, Dave, can you maybe do us a little little countdown? Please, 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 baby. I'm giving you a push. Oh, Dave Kuhn starting please a little do countdown. Everybody. Stop all the downloading. And- well, Look, how else plans. are we going to watch these movies? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <two. laughs> Listen, I, I I went on the Yiffy website, and that actually has most Nick Cage movies three. on it. That's- oh, fuck. He gave me a countdown, and we didn't even hear it. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, shit, yeah. talking over it. was one. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Anyway. Okay, I'll play. All right. One, two, three. Uh, Captain I in? Oh fuck, <laughs> Joe! I, I had a feeling that would be coming from you, considering Joe. You a God damn team. it! <laughs> All right, so here, here's the thing. I feel like I have the most uh, ability to be argued one way or the other. Because, mm. like, I really didn't care for either of these movies, to be I don't frankly really either. Honest. And frankly, I came <laughs> into this expecting Captain Cruelly to lose based on previous experience. Yeah, me too. But then Joe was like, I, I, I just didn't like Joe. Honestly, it's, it's a really difficult watch. It's a movie that, like, I really don't, like, I don't honestly hate it, but I don't really like it. And it's a very unfucking pleasant movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very tough
1: watch. I guess my, my vote came down to, of these two movies... Uh, that I am lukewarm, siding towards hating on. Uh, Joe had like good acting in it, uh, and Captain
0: Corelli, uh, not so much, Uh, yeah. So, you have a very fair point there. The performances in Joe are objectively better, I will say that, yeah. Yeah. But,
1: and and I can understand not wanting to watch.
0: Joe again. That's fair. And, and Kevin um, Crowley, like, even though it to be fair, it does have like way more death and destruction in it than Joe does, at least by like the context of where the film fucking takes place. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It's just it's goofy. It's it, like the like you can laugh at it. Kind of it is boring, but the, it has beautiful scenery. And it does. So it does look very pretty. It just, got for me, set it just design. barely edges it out because I could imagine watching this movie again and just turning my brain off, whereas Joe, ugh, I'd probably have to take a fucking, like, probably have to take, like, a Xanax just to watch it next time. Like some Valium-addicted housewife over here. Exactly, right? Um, oh, I'd, yeah, I'd take some, like, some lorazepam to calm down while watching it. It's a fucking rough movie. I don't want to think
1: too much about... The fact that I'm gonna have to watch Captain Corelli a third time. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, Look, I I it doesn't feel like it should have won twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It's but just, neither did it, Next, frankly. And knowing true, yeah. didn't really either. Get, although you know, knowing it, is the one that I feel like is the most acceptable at this point. I, I love how we just choose like some of the most mediocre movies. We got. Yeah, because the only three that have survived two rounds are Next, Knowing, and Captain Corelli. Yeah. They are indestructible. <laughs> 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 Game over, yeah. uh. Um, anyways, now I guess we got to figure out where it sits in the ranking. For for Joe does, yes. Yeah, Joe, Joe, not Captain Brilly. Joe, Joe! Oh, I forgot to now, mention. Now, to be fair, this movie was very much Joe, oh, was Joe's bizarre, bizarre adventure. Yeah, it was a it very was a bizarre, bizarre adventure. adventure.
1: Uh, I did forget to mention that <laughs> no deal, Joe though. came out the same year as, uh, it was actually the second Joe movie of the year, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation, <laughs> oh, um, the other one. Isn't that Cajun that one? Uh, he's not, um, and searching Joe 2013 uh, makes uh, it impossible to find the movie Joe from 2013 because there is also a movie called G.I. Joe Retaliation,
0: 2013. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so Joe, starting from the bottom, we're gonna vote better or worse. Wherever along that line two people vote worse and one of us votes better, that's where it's gonna end up in this ranking. And uh, go listen to the last episode if you want to figure out how we arrived at this ranking. Uh, I don't and for blame those of me you if you who automatically get- deleted it. You'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah you'll
1: figure it out.
0: <laughs> Okay, so at the bottom of our list, Two Eleven is Joe better or worse than Two Eleven? Better. Worse. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better. The Runner. Better. 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 Uh, Christmas Carol, the movie. Better. 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 USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. Better. 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 Outcast. Better. 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 Rage. Better. Better. Zandali. Better. Dying of the Light. Better. Better. Zandlai, better. <laughs> <Mountain>. Which is what Captain Corelli beat last time. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the Ant Bully. That better. better. God, that movie was so low ranked. <laughs> uh, left Behind. Worse. Better. Better. Are you serious? Uh, yes. Better. Yes. Oh, I'm going God. worse. Yes. If this ended up down there, I'm, okay. <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Better. Uh so Sunny. Does- better. Better. Uh, better. Yes. Arsenal. Uh, Better. better. better, You know, speaking of Arsenal, does this movie, like, kind of like, this movie does better what Arsenal was trying to do? That's a good point. A yeah. little bit, yeah. I, 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 like a grimy southern that. town where yeah. everyone's mm. poor and has pro- money problems and shit. This yeah, movie totally. does it better. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it doesn't it be have better. an Eddie, though. It doesn't. If they made Willie into Eddie <laughs> and then had someone else play Joe, I know Nicolas Cage. Wanted to play Joe because it's him, but but how boring
1: to play yourself in a movie? Yeah. Well, except for the movie that he's making right now. Yeah, uh, I mean that one's gonna uh, be where really that's good. the
0: point of the movie. Yeah. yeah, the what is it called? It's like the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah, I, I, I'm fire. not like 100 percent sure that's what it's actually called. Yes, yes, I cannot wait for that one. Frankly, I'm very. We're excited. gonna have to have a really special episode when that one. Oh yeah. yeah, but um, uh, the Humanity Bureau is Joe better or worse? Better, better, better. Army of One. Better, better, better. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Better. Better. Say better. World Trade Center. Uh, better. better. A better. Guarding Tess. Better. better. I'm gonna go worse, honestly, than guarding Tess. Yeah. I want to have one hot. Take you know what? Episode. I wasn't really thinking. No, I agree. It's worse than guarding Tess. I'd rather watch guarding Tess. Guarding Tess I is too. such
1: a nothing movie, though. It is. I just, I can't, I can't say that it's, it's worse. <laughs> Shit. This ranks but it lower looks than like,
0: Firebirds and looks like it Spirit lands right of here. Vengeance. <laughs> oh man. Guarding Test got worse than Pay the Ghost and Spirit of Ended. Wow. Wow. Okay. I didn't expect this many movies in the second round to rank this low. But <laughs> no, I agree. I would rather watch Guarding Test than Joe. I would too. So this is where it lands. Yes. Number 17 overall so far. Beat out by the Wicker Man, Lord of War, Deadfall, Astro Boy, Trapped in Paradise, Hamos and Andrew, Looking Glass, Ghost Rider, G4, Stolen, Birdie, Free Firebirds, Bangkok Dangerous, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Pay the Ghost, Guarding Tess. Then we get to Joe. It doesn't feel like it should be this low, but everything about this ranking is all fucked to me at this point. <laughs> it so doesn't like,
1: make any sense. <laughs> it's a good ass ranking. But I will I say care. one thing Nicolas Cage should be in a Freebirds movie.
0: I agree. Yeah. That's true. And to be fair, I think Joe will eventually gain higher in the in the bracket. Yes. Or in, in the ranking than it is. You know what? So. Joe... Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, if that's the case, is going to get criminally high in my opinion. I liked, I liked that <laughs> movie. Meh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. Um, um, but I was going to say that um, instead of Ty Sheridan and Joe should have been... Elijah Wood from The Trust. I agree. Uh, oh, and nothing yeah. else. He's from nothing else. <laughs> yeah. That
0: There's would nothing. have been actually, that That would have been cool. Because he looks like he's 15. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Next week. Yes. We will be reviewing Monumental Film. Oh, I'm cannon. so excited. I can't believe we have never covered this movie. Oh, What yeah. is it? National treasure?
1: Hell yeah!
0: And rumblefish. Wait, the which, first
1: national treasure? The, the first, first national nat- treasure, oh, treasure.
0: Oh, shit! Got to do the air horns!
1: Beep, beep, beep.
0: Okay, well, that's fine. Dave's uh, sleep we'll at the I'm wheel. Sure
1: we'll put boy. the air horns in. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching National Treasure, and it's going up. Uh, this is—I don't even know what Rumblefish is, but it's this is a a a, a tough matchup for any movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Rumblefish better bring the thunder. In all honesty, National Treasure is the first movie I can remember seeing with Nicolas Cage as a kid. What? what I mean, what, I'm sure there was something else that I saw him in, but that's the first one I can remember seeing. Him yeah. In. Totally. What is National Treasure like? What is the seed? uh 44 which is really Ooh, low that's insane wow. that's like yeah out of 82 that's mid-range jesus because that's probably like top 10 for me that's actually in the bottom half but yeah it's that's, that's gotta other... be one of his most iconic roles it's it's Absolutely. a great movie it's it a, a great movie i loved it maybe yeah. i'll hate it this time I'm, i don't know i don't want to sp- I, I, I haven't watched I, this in several <laughs> years but yeah i'm pretty I sure this, this was the we very were, first nick cage movie i ever saw so we already did the second one way back in like episode thirteen. And um, did it Book lose immediately, or no? It didn't. No, it advanced. beat be a Christmas oh, right. Carol. It's, it's, I haven't watched it. Yeah, <laughs> a Christmas Carol, which I think is ranked second or third from the bottom. It's third from the last because yeah, it's two eleven and the runner, and then Christmas yeah. Carol. Um, but. Yeah. national
1: uh, treasure. Next time, this yeah, is we'll exciting. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at Cage Fight Pod. Uh, Patreon, yeah. cagefightcom slash
0: CageFightPodcast. Yes, Cage, Podcast. Yeah. Cage right? Podcast on Patreon. Pay Throw a couple bucks our way because eventually we're going to be having a second bracket that will be a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It'll be fancy uh, and nice and special and you're all going to love it.
1: Yeah, there's there's no content up yet. So if you're like, uh, why the fuck would I give you assholes money? Uh, there will be content there eventually.
0: Uh-huh. And you, just you could just us- be like the gracious individuals who are already giving us money out of nothing but the kindness of their hearts. Yeah, heart. yes. if you give us enough money, we'll eventually do it. But Shout out to our is- current patrons who just have faith in us. Yeah. Shout out to our current patrons, Nikolai and Joan, one of whom I know personally.
1: <laughs> I think I might know her personally, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'll guilt my mama into subscribing, so... Fuck it! Yeah, we'll have a third this. patron. Uh, yeah, <laughs> follow us on all that stuff. Um, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred platform. Also, also, we don't say that
0: really, but that's a thing that we should say. Oh, right. Review and subscribe on your preferred platform. Yes, do that. And also on the platforms you don't even prefer. Yeah, Just actually, yeah, honestly. We're, we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. We're on Spank Bank. We're
1: on E-Fucked. We're, we're on, on, we're we're on, on <laughs> Hamster. Yeah, we're on, X- we're on every NXX. major
0: podcasting platform. And if you we're haven't checked U- out our YouTube channel, you go ahead and go there to relive all the glorious memories of, like, the best clips of the show, because I put a lot of time and effort. And so those are Stupid images together for the oh, cover yeah, look photos. incredible. And don't forget, we also have a you profile too. So.
1: Yes, oh, uh, yeah. and we do jizz, and, and I'm we hope them you on do too
0: regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Dave, yeah. do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Yeah, I'm eventually going to put out a fucking album. It's yeah. called Harvey, and it's got a cat
0: on it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And what did you do, Jess? Did you have any part of that album or there's, music there's, at all? There's a
1: cat in... Uh, there, I feel like there's a cat associated with this project that I knew about before.
0: Jess played a little bit of guitar on it, and she did the artwork and some video stuff. Mm-hmm. There will be videos coming up. And I stole all the songs. yeah. <laughs> Well, no. I mean, Dave put in the majority of the work here. He wrote a whole fucking album and recorded it and produced it himself. So, like, that's baller that's, as fuck. That's that's baller as fuck. And, and listen, I, um, I I revived LimeWire just so I could illegally download it, and it fucking rocks. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, and I know we like to joke a lot here, uh, but Dave, I'm really proud of you. And also, yeah, remove that uh, sample of me from the soundboard, or I will uh, Hi, beat um, you. Hi. Is in this the the, uh, the Potato oh. Company? <laughs> oh, and Dave, you
0: can. And Dave, you can. Keep my my soundbite. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, and just uh, (laughs) you can keep my soundbite if you bring us banana bread. (laughs) Um,
1: I don't know any of the fucking buttons anymore, dude. I've just been I've been uh, airmailed. If the the, (laughs) the potato companies are listening, uh, get over here and
0: let me suck that penis.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, also, finally, hey,
0: look, oh, that <laughs> I think the music video for Chrysler TC will be out by the time this episode comes out, so go check that one out.
1: Uh, check um, out Chrysler oh, TC, yeah. uh, check out Time kept rolling on or keeps rolling on? Kept,
0: uh, kept, kept rolling on. I got um, it right the first and- time. If you want, you could just buy a Chrysler TC for a reasonable price.
1: Yes, yeah. check your local
0: Craigslist listings. Yeah, ch- check out Dave's <laughs> Auto Trader page where he's could, selling it, and roll around in it. You know, with the with the top down, just cruising around. If you <laughs> the order the, the car breaks in half. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I, I think you get your window down and cruise. Yeah, no. <laughs> that yeah, song I, features Nelly. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I believe so. Take, take uh, your Chrysler TC down to the Florida Georgia line with Nelly. <laughs> uh, uh, is it, uh, is it, is it true? That, awful song, by the way. Horrible song. Is, <laughs> is the name Harvey? Is that the name of your dad or is it the town from Illinois you're from? It's the name of the ceramic cat. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's your favorite hurricane or top five?
0: seven okay <laughs> Ten. <That's not> bad. <laughs> yeah. well anyways check that out check us out yeah. on patreon follow me on twitter infinite Jess with four s's because i just have to make it difficult yes. follow <laughs> everyone here on twitter uh, everyone yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. you can follow me at carlos chantor on twitter where i do nothing but reply to uh really out of touch online socialists
1: Mm. Uh, and I'm Darth Mike D on Twitter, and I shitpost post and uh, fucking kill the frickin', uh younglings or whatever. I don't know. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Quote. Uh, and also, he's got kids, uh, <laughs> his 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 header image is young Mike Patton from the Angel Dust era. That's true. Where he's uh, still looking hot, still looking hot. very hot.
1: It's a great picture. It's great. I uh, it's a screenshot of a YouTube video that I
0: took. <laughs> uh, so, and mine is a picture of a ceramic cat in a wheelbarrow and a camera in front of it anyways stories love you bye. bye taylor signing off bye bye oh,